What up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Joystick, where every week four friends from Hawaii get together to game and chat about the latest news in pop culture and comics from video games. I already said comics, movies, shows. <laughs> yeah, and obviously I am not Drake, who does a fantastic job, but Daddy him does. and his wife, right? Isn't he the best? He's still good yeah. at the intros. I'm not that good. Uh, but him and his wife are currently at a wedding I think in Thailand. So I hope they're having a great time. We miss him a lot, but I'm here with Kobe. Hey, yeah. And I'm here with Scott. What's up everybody. All right. Yeah. And we are joystick. We are the joystick show. So we're going to kick things off. We have some trailers. We have uh, some fun news. We're going to speculate on, and then we have some reviews about, our reviews on Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, The Boys Episode 6, and Miss Marvel Episode 3. And we're going to wrap things up with our comic book club, where we're just going to dance all over Thor with some, you know, standard Thor, the Thor we know, with some mighty Thor, Jane Foster, and we're going to just bounce around. So, yeah. Uh, Cobes, how are you doing, man? Good, good. good. I'm all pistachioed up. There you go. Go. Get your protein. I'm, I'm good. I'm lacking the pistachios. I didn't get the memo, but uh, down, I'm dude. pretty good. I'm going to try and, you know, pretend like I have some and be, bring your energy, bro. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I know. I, I'm lacking on pistachios, too. So <laughs> you know, all that, that green goodness is is not in the body today, but we'll, we'll do our best. We'll do our best. Uh, we are going to play Outriders since we're missing Drake. I think we've been waiting to play this all together for a while, but... It's a fun three-person, a three-player game, and it's kind of like a third-person shooter, but with powers and like a lot of swearing and violence. So, uh, yeah, Cobes, you've I think gotten the farthest on it. What do you think about Outriders as as a whole? So, um, on the initial playthrough, um, it was pretty fun, but a lot of the builds weren't as good as um, certain certain other builds like um if i recall pretty much every class has the three different like um paths you can go down but um basically the bullet um builds on each class was just hands down the best so everyone would just go that but Mm. i heard a lot has changed in this game and they've made a lot of improvements so i mean um I'm, i'm down to see what's what's new you know and there is a new expansion coming out apparently yeah, I think it's out now, right? The World Slayer expansion. No, I think I think it's just on pre-order. Oh, that's on pre-order. Oh, okay, I swore we could have got it already, but yeah, by, maybe by the time this episode comes out, you'll be able to pick it up. But <laughs> yeah, it's dope. I know that you have like Technomancer, Pyromancer, and there's like mm. one other thing, right? Uh, the Guardian one or something. Guardian. One does yeah, Earth. Sure. One does like technology. One does fire. All right. Okay. Yeah. Weird elements, but. It still it works in terms of the game though for sure. What about you, Scott? What have you What did you think about it on your first playthrough or when you first picked it up? Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it's a it's a three player uh, co op, so that was maybe the only downside I think. Like because a lot of times it's four of us and we like to play games we can all play. Um, but I picked the Earth class. I found that um, the different classes. Like the Earth class is like super aggressive. You're like right on the front lines. All your attacks feel like they're really powerful. And mm-hmm. then I remember there's um it's been a while since I played this game. There were some that were like a little further back play. 
like um, you, you know, you shoot from the distance, and whatnot. So it seemed like it was a bit of you like for their back play, or you don't? No, like no, no, no I was an earth class. I get right up in there, bro. You know, <laughs> just, <laughs> right. But um, yeah, just last time like, downtown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right I like to take my guy right to pound town. We'll talk about that a little later when we talk about the boys. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, definitely. Uh, but yeah, last I played this game, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. So I'm excited to try and pick it up again with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, just jumping right into it. Um, we had some really cool tra- trailers. Uh, <laughs> Cobes, you want to start us off with the Disney Mirrorverse? Oh yeah. So um, kind of out of nowhere, I had no idea this was going on, but. One day on Facebook, I just saw this new trailer for Disney's Mirrorverse, which looks like it's the next Disney crossover game they're making. I don't know if it's going to be on the phone or if it's actually going to be released on the um, on like consoles and stuff. Did you see it, Scott? Yeah, I did actually. Um, I looked up. I looked a little more into it after you posted it. It looks like it's a phone game. That makes sense. Oh, it's like you like build a team of yeah. like three. And you kind of like get like custom armor and whatnot, and right. So it's like, like in a the, pretty fun game. Yeah, in the trailer, you they show Scar, like Scar is on one of the teams, right? Like I think Buzz Lightyear, if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. it's like those kind of characters where you can mm-hmm. assemble a team of three, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it, yeah. I guess if it and also it, it's kind of giving me like card gameplay vibes you know where it, it seems like you know you pick a move then your one character does the move and then you know another person like the enemy teams then they can attack and it's like turn base well that's the thing though so i ended up looking up um someone playing it and mm-hmm. they were saying like kind of that like originally it looks like it was going to be that like yeah card base kind of thing mm-hmm. but um they ended up making it just kind of like a i guess more like a kingdom hearts style like um action rpg just kind of running around and doing it though um the the video i saw they were saying like it it seems like um it should maybe they would have preferred the card game because it would have added more depth to it because right now they said like it's kind of just like a run and hit and um, the maps are kind of the yeah and the maps are kind of the same but you know it is it seems like it just got released but um other than that, the idea seems really cool, and I'm sure they can fix certain things and make it, you know, like more unique and whatnot, um, map-wise and whatnot. But do you think it's right. kind of interesting? Like, um, why wouldn't they just develop like another Kingdom Hearts game or something? Then, like, because I feel like Disney keeps trying to release these kind of like crossover team-building games. Right, yeah. which is, I mean, that is a smart business strategy, I feel like, for them because they have all these great characters, and why not get them in something where like people can put them all together and they can use all their IP. But yeah, why do that when they even, they even are releasing another kingdom hearts game. So it's like, why are they doing this? Mm. But maybe this is more for kids. You're kind of getting that impression from it. Yeah, maybe actually like, cause all the characters like look cool. Um, I was reading some reviews right now. Sometimes people are experiencing like game crashes. I don't know if it's just, maybe that's a common thing. Oh, is it already out? Yeah, it looks like it's it's available to play. Oh, I um, did not know that. But yeah, like you said, like it looks it looks cool, and maybe just for kids, like maybe it's good that it's that simple. You know, you just kind of go around, you hit buttons and stuff. Because when I was a kid, I didn't need much to have fun. <laughs> right? So. Yeah, that's true, dude. Not at all. Like, give me my favorite characters and let me just beat stuff up, and I'm down. Yeah, we were literally playing um, Ninja Turtles last week, and that was a lot of fun, and that was my childhood, right. basically. Just yeah. Run around and punch. 
Yeah, yeah, you just punch it. I didn't even think there was a dodge back in the day. I was impressed. Yeah, I don't think there was, dude. Like, Legends, there's no dodge. You just fucking go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's like advanced now that they have a dodge in there, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it looks cool. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, I guess, if I'm sold on it. But, yeah, it sounds interesting to say the least, and it's a pretty good kind of tie-over while we wait for Kingdom Hearts to come out. For sure. You, you. Uh, yeah, we're well, right on. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, the next one, another game that looks kind of team-based, and I mean, we've already had experience being uh, what is it? Isn't I want to say gnomes, but they're not gnomes. Uh, what dwarves. is it? Dwarves. Dwarves. That mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in an IP that I love, which is Lord of the Rings, and they have the Lord of the Rings Return to Moria. Yeah, Return to Moria, right? Or yep, they, Moria, Moria. I wanted to say Moira. Yeah, maybe because <laughs> maybe because of Shit's Creek or something. But I wanted to say that. But uh, yeah, look, that actually looks a lot of fun. What do you guys mm. think? Yeah, it's a cool concept. Like getting to just go and build bases and like just explore the dark, like crazy atmosphere of Moria. Yeah, yeah. pistachios fell. Oh no! Oh no! Pistachio man. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it looked it looked cool. I know the last dwarf game we played was um, Deep Rock Galactic. That's um, what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was. But thinking yeah, about. this one looked cool. It's like, yeah, you just build your own little mine. Oh, what are they called? Um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that sounds <laughs> right to me. Space in the mines. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, I think it's just like, called a mine. Yeah, <laughs> they're taking them in the mine. I don't know, but it yeah, looked um, cool. You can like stay there and hang out and. Build your living space if you wanted, or it looks like there's things you can do outside of that, and enemies yeah. and whatnot. It looks like a yeah, it looks like you, eventually player. you get a, attacked by orcs and all that stuff too. So yeah. it looks like there's yeah, maybe there's like set up your base <laughs> and then from there try to defend it. Mm. I'm getting kind of vibe, but yeah, it didn't look like there's too much information about it besides just some initial that initial kind of teaser trailer. So yeah, excited to see more about it, but um, if that looks like a perfect game for us. So if, if you have a group of friends, it looks like it's going to be a, a fun time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And that's the word base. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. I kept saying oh. living space. I'm like, what? Uh, living spaces. The... <laughs> living I just kept imagining them building their base. And I'm like, why can't I think of the name of this thing they're building? And then you said it. So. <laughs> Right, right. Hey, you were just missing those pistachios, you know? Yep. Yeah, brain power, dude. Yeah, next episode yeah. for sure. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, that was a cool little trailer. The next one was uh, Marvel's Avengers, which we play. I, I still play on a regular basis, is getting the Mighty Thor Jane uh, dropping tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, June 28th uh, at noon. So I'm pumped about it. It's been a while since Marvel Avengers has had any new content, but now we're getting a new character, hopefully with a, a few new <coughs> missions and uh, a trailer kind of came out today. Were you guys able to watch kind of some of the gameplay? Yeah. Um, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Like pretty similar to Thor, but unique enough, I think. It looks like it's uh See, I've never character. played Thor, so I couldn't really tell what was different. Like I just, all I see here is like flying around fucking shit up with hammers and lightning. What else do you need from a Thor, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I will say initial reaction to it. Like, I was pumped because, like I said, I play it pretty regularly still. I have, like, a group of guys that are pretty cool. 
Shout out to uh, the Taserface group. Shout out to Kata's OP. Shout out to Elite Avengers Raid group. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, uh, very similar to Thor. And as cool as it is to have a new character, and I see where they made a few distinction. She she's a little bit more nimble, but a lot of the move sets and like her moves in general, like the regular, you know, your regular light attack combos, your power combos, all that kind of look the same. Uh, one thing that I did like as far as move goes is her ultimate. They have a different version of Mjolnir from the comics. I think it's called like, Ud- don't, don't rake me over the coals for the pronunciation, but it's like Ujinar or something. And uh, Udnar or Ujinar uh, is, is kind of like this gold malice type of thing. So she gets that and Mjolnir kind of flies around and just like homing missiles around people so it's it's looks badass she looks a lot more like nimble and uh you know dainty and light but uh really really cool overall so yeah uh, any any new content is is good for me but uh yeah i'm excited to jump in tomorrow and we'll be streaming it live here on uh the joystick channel on twitch sweet i guess the good thing about that too is like granted the character is kind of similar to one we have but um, at least we got one kind of coming out alongside the movie that's going to be sh- like yeah. this character. I know the yeah, last characters 100. we've had is like they've come out like sometime after the movie or show yeah. or whatnot. So for sure, um, it is kind of cool that we're getting one like alongside the movie. So. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think it, it was probably just a few months ago. Uh, Embracer Group. I don't know what they are. There's some type of conglomerate that owns a bunch of different companies and i think they recently acquired crystal dynamics and their whole thing was you know i don't think this was explicitly said but from what people can gather is that they're like you have one of the hottest ips in the world right now with the avengers like you know blow this game up and also like why is this not coinciding with shows and movies that are released in the mcu like that should be a given <laughs> and that's what we're seeing now right like they did something with miss marvel like kamala now that the show came out they had like a they had her suit from the show which is crazy like you can already see what the suit is if you play the game and we haven't even seen it yet in the show which will we'll dive more into miss marvel in a little bit but uh that you know and they have this big blowout and then we have you know uh this whole week has been kind of like a thor pump up i'm sure we're gonna get his suit from thor love and thunder coming out and yeah and so it seems like they're gonna be releasing things in the game building the hype and then the movie and show comes out which is gonna be fire so i'm i'm all on board with that that release strategy for the game and it looks like it's gonna be super fun super fun so yeah uh, I'm, I'm excited. I don't, and I think that was another thing was a little bit bummed out because we see in the trailer, uh, for Thor love and thunder that Jane, there's a part where Mjolnir breaks into like a thousand pieces and just like blast all these people. I was kind of hoping that would be her assault heroic, but it doesn't look like they put that into the game. I don't know if it was like timing or pre-development that they already had in place for her, but that would have been badass. but we didn't get that. So just gotta, gotta accept it, I guess. Yeah, but uh, yeah, excited about it. Um, going back to another Marvel property, Kevin Feige recently said that John Krasinski 
he he said in terms of John Krasinski <laughs> in Multiverse of Madness. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched it, but like you had oh yeah, you had some time. <laughs> yeah. It's Isn't also it free, free at this point on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, it's free on Disney Plus. So like, dude, get I, over I, on it, guys. Yeah, that's your fault. <laughs> uh, but the, the, uh, the quote from Kevin Feige was basically that uh, since it was Multiverse and Madness. And uh, he knew that the fans were casting John Kravinsky as Mr. Fantastic for a long time. Why not have him play uh, Reed Richards in the movie? So the speculation online is that, oh, well, we only got this. Or at least the way I'm interpreting it is that why not have him just for this one movie? He's probably not going to be our Mr. Fantastic for the Fantastic Four coming out in the future. Right. Or do, or did you guys get the same feeling from that or that's what i think yeah pretty yeah, much yeah yeah, yeah. And, how, and how do you guys feel about that are you like ah shit we're not getting jockers is he or you're like that's cool i feel like it's cool i mean i like that we live in a time now where if this is the case we can take like fan consideration in there's a space to be like cool we'll have him play a role of it but yeah. now we can even justify it. we'll bring someone else in to be the final one and everyone gets like their cake and their seeds. Like, it's, right. It's, you know, it's pretty cool that we can do that nowadays. So I, I thought that was cool. Like, at least I got to see it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if he ends up being Mr. Fantastic, like it works out with contracts or whatever he wants to do it, that's awesome. But if not, at least we got to see it a little bit in this movie. Yeah. Yep, for sure. He's he's my Mr. Fabtastic, as I accidentally wrote <laughs> to you guys earlier today. I was sure, like, fabulous. he's Mr. Fabtastic. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, oh. which is great. I, yeah, to your point, Scott, though, like living in a time where the fans can literally dictate which actor gets to play the role is pretty wild. So like, cool. in no yeah. other time where they have, like, I, I can't <laughs> think of another time where people are like, Oh, this is who I want to play the character, and it's like boom, they get to play the character. That's crazy. I mean, the closest precedence is the Sonic debacle, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the last time where the fans were like, "Oh hell no!" And then, but that was like a thing against, you know. Yeah. But still, like, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking they, of the negative listen, version, you know? but no, but, but still, yeah. Listen. Like before that, like when we were growing up, I don't think movie studios. I mean, we didn't really have like Twitter and whatnot, but I don't think they gave a shit about what we who we wanted to play what you know they were just like we're we're doing this and you're gonna love it when it comes out hopefully yeah Um, but now it seems like they're like going into like okay we're releasing little at a time we're reading on like you know reading up on how people respond to this and we're like it looks like they're flexible to change which is pretty interesting so i mean we live in a time where like you can get reviewed bomb on a whim right if you ask the internet man (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Before the movie comes out, we've seen that, or it's like getting like super low reviews. It's like no one's seen this yet. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Um, yeah. It's crazy. Um, shoot. I had a. I had a thought. Completely <coughs> lost it. But uh, I agree. It is. It's crazy. I, I wonder. They've even come out, and I think I sent you guys it. I. I'm in the middle of a intense battle right here, but. I think they came out with the casting for who could potentially play uh, Johnny Storm and Sue Storm, which was cool. And one is the kid from Outer Banks. I don't know if you guys watched that. But one of the... 
Yeah, one of the kids on the Outer Banks. Yeah, if you don't mind looking that up for me right now, that'd be pretty tight. But uh, yeah, and then another one was a girl from the U, from you. I don't know. I always want to say the U, but it's from you on Netflix, where that guy's like a serial killer, and he's like kind of like, but he like seduces the women first, uh, whatnot. But yeah, uh, another girl from that show is supposed to be playing Sue Storm, which should be pretty cool. Uh, and it makes okay. sense. And, and if I put in, a, I think what the point I was trying to make is if you look at the age of both those people, they're pretty young. I think they're, you know, twenties, right. maybe early thirties. So, and you look at John Krasinski, who's not old by any means, but he's definitely not, you know, some young buck on the block, you know, so it maybe wouldn't make sense for him to be there. Mr. Fantastic. So I, yeah, it makes maybe like a lot more sense why he wouldn't be cast in the Fantastic Four movie and why he would just be the Fantastic Four for Multiverse of Madness and maybe, and maybe in Secret Wars down the line. Right. Um, yeah. Cause then he could, yeah. Like I know we, we kind of watched that. We watched some kind of Dr. Doom explanation thing and talking about how like Miss Fantastic teleported in and that's like technology like Dr. Doom develops um later in the comics so that could have been a much further along mr fantastic in that universe and right maybe the, whatever one we get later is like an earlier one so yep. you know in order to bring in like new audiences and help understand like the build on it so i'm down for that oh yeah so um is i think this guy's name is chase stokes I, i've never seen him before but i'm assuming this is the guy yeah is it um He's, from outer banks is he like credited yeah. for that yeah, yeah 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 that's him and then, yeah, the other one is the one of the girls from you. I didn't that I watched that the first season so long ago because Christina was watching it and I kind of fell off. So I guess she's from that. But, uh, you know, most of the girls on those shows are babe. So it probably would make sense. You know, if if they're both blonde and attractive, then they're perfect for the Fantastic Four, I think. Yeah. Oh, so now since we're talking about this casting sort of thing, like a small pivot to like the DC universe. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw you posted that thing. I don't know if it was just like a fan um, fan pick or whatnot, but um, is that guy from Maverick casted as Booster Gold? Or no, was that no, just no. like a... Oh, okay. just fan he, casting at he its He could finest. totally... The guy who plays um, Hangman, right? Hangman, yeah. Yeah, someone Hangman. posted it's like, oh, Ooh. Hangman for Booster Gold, basically. But I feel like that guy could do a solid Booster Gold. Oh, like he has that look where he's just like, you know, one of those dudes who looks like he'd have all the sponsors and all he need to do is play a douchebag like he did at Maverick, basically. And like, yeah, yeah. He's Booster Gold. Yeah, 100%. He looks like a like NASCAR golden boy, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he just has like the right, like Southern accent, super good looking, super confident, but also <laughs> playful. Like that guy's Booster Gold would, yeah, I mean, just you could quote me on it right now. He'll save the DCU if they get that agreement. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a good actor too. So yeah. get on it, DC. Get on it. We'll, Give him the yeah. monies. We'll start we'll start making that hashtag trend and yeah, hand hangman for booster gold and let's let's <laughs> yeah. let's make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right on. Well, yeah. Uh and then the last bit of trailer news, uh a pretty creepy movie, Smile. Uh what'd you guys think about it? Dude, that movie, I don't know what it was. It was like maybe it was the time of day I watched that trailer and like I'm like alone and like um, 
I don't know if I was tired or whatnot, but that was just unsettling for me. At the at the <laughs> time I watched it, I'm like, oh, this <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm scared of this guy. I was, dude. I was shaking my boots. I was like, I'm taking these boots off because they are rattling. Like, they freaking, they, <laughs> it's so weird. Like, I can watch certain scary movies and then every once in a while one will come along and I'm like, this is too far. And I don't know why, but like my brain's like, nope. Like, there's a part in the trailer, especially the ending, where the lady walks up to the window, and then, like, her oh. head just swings down. I was not expecting that, and I, like, jumped, and I'm like, fuck <laughs> this. Like, it was so unsettling for some reason. And yeah. I, it's like, I don't know why, but I was like, oh, my God, not watching yeah. this movie. I mean, the way it just kind of pivots and swings down, I was like, yeah, that was the creepiest part of the whole trailer. Um, But the vibe is just the whole time is creepy. And what I kept thinking about was, man, um, it's very weird to have the premise of a scary movie be somebody who's smiling. You know, like how can us, how can a smile be so creepy? But they just, it just strikes it perfect. You know, the dead eyes, the, the just constant frozen smile. It, it kind of reminds me of someone like the Joker, like maybe from the animated, like the Batman animated cartoon, right, right, where Joker was like bombing all these people, and it would like turn them into like these mindless psycho, just hysterically laughing zombies. Oh yeah, yeah, his Joker bombs or whatever. The, yeah, yeah, that was so creepy so to me as a kid, and it feels like they brought that into like real life and made it like adult scary. Right, like this is yeah. this is what they were experiencing in that cartoon you watched. Like this is right. what it would have been like in real life. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's a good example. Exactly. Yeah, it was creepy. When I first, yeah, when I first read the title "Smile," um, it made me think of what is that? There's like a other scary movie where like there's a smiley guy in it. Like I don't know if it's like Conjuring or something, and it's part of that universe, or it's like this super tall dude that just has like this. Oh, I don't know, that, oh, um, like Slender Man. Like yeah, like like yeah. I don't know if it is the Slender Man or it's like a guy like that, but. He has like that weird creepy smile, and I it, it made me think of that because I know like when I saw that, I think it's like a small portion of some of his scary movies, but it made me think of that. And then, yeah, and then the whole trailer was on, like it was just weird for me. I was like, oh, this is creepy. And then the whole head sweet that was that was the that was the icing on the cake. I was like, no, no, not, not for me. <laughs> yeah, but you let me know. You let me know if it's good. You know. I will. Hey, you know what also just came out? And I know this is a little <coughs> off topic, but it reminded me because the black phone came out with Ethan Hawke. And oh, uh, yeah. I know we reviewed that earlier, but um, that looks creepy as hell, too. But, That's supposed to be creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see that, too. And yeah. And the same thing, like his mask is it's kind of like the Viver Vendetta mask, but it's kind of like always frozen in a smile. And that shit looks creepy. It does. Uh, you got a really good score, too. Right. Like a. Something like the, in the 90s or something. I think so. Yeah. I didn't see the reviews. I, I mean, I didn't see like the total score, but I've mm-hmm. listened to some reviews and people are like, it kind of is reminiscent of old scary movies where, you know, a lot of day, like a lot of villains now, we get these backstories. So it justifies why they're villains. But mm-hmm. this is one of those stories where you, you're not justified, like you don't get any justification for why he's doing the bad things. You just know he is. And the fact that he is doing that is just creepy as hell. So, uh, yeah, I, I got to see that. I, yeah, it's probably going to keep me up at night because I hate little like kid kidnapping things, but it, it just Ethan Hawke just creeping people out is, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm about it. Yep. Well, yep. uh, right on. That was it for trailers. Uh, let's see. 
Let's start things off with a with some news. You guys ready for some news? Yeah, let's do it. News, 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 news. Uh, Cobb, did you finish news. Ghost of Tsushima? No, I never did. Okay, never did. did you play this story? Mm, a little in the beginning, and then I don't know. It didn't hook me. It didn't, didn't hook me. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I finished the game, but I, I kind of agree <laughs> with some sense. I mean, it's a really challenging game if you don't, uh, you know, kind of make it easier, at least for me. And uh, people are like, oh, you suck. But I got three fingers, so suck it. But, anyway, <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. And I know, Scott, you weren't able to finish it. But I think you guys should because it seems like they are. there was a little leak online of some job listings from oh, – shoot, I'm like missing. I think it's called Sucker Punch was the studio that made it. Mm, I think but, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, the the leak was basically that they were hiring for. Uh, I don't know if they explicitly said uh, said Ghost of Tsushima two, but it sounds like we are getting that. Uh, you guys stoked? Sweet. Yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked. Yeah, the multiplayer was fun. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. I the go the multiplayer story I thought was cool. Yeah, what yeah, were you gonna sure. say, Scott? Oh no, like um, definitely excited for the story, and uh, when I saw the. When, when I saw that like two was being announced, that gives me more of a fire to finish the first one. Because mm-hmm. if it's not guaranteed, it always leaves me like I got time. But um, right, right. It's, um, I'm looking forward to the multiplayer too. Hopefully, they maybe even I don't know if they improve or like add new types of multiplayer missions or mm-hmm. um, styles or whatnot. That that'll be really cool. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that was one thing I kept thinking I wanted and they did kind of have something like it. I know they had their own version of like a multiplayer story that we could play, Mm -hmm. but I really wanted like a full multiplayer like story, you know, like the full story, but you can play along with somebody. Yeah. yeah, And I find that, I don't know. I'm I'm like more and more kind of like attracted to that. Like story, like story games are, are awesome for me, but it's like, I get more hooked when I can do it with somebody else. Which yeah. sounds like way more sexual than I meant it for now, but like, it was, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I just don't like doing it by myself, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like that Keen Peel sketch, doing it with my bro, yeah, doing it with my bro, yeah, and they're like hula hooping or something, right? Right, right. <laughs> which is, yeah, oh, so awesome, yeah. yeah, but so, um, yeah. yeah, for sure, this. Uh, yeah, hopefully that that would be so cool if they even maybe even if the game was like half as long as the original or you know whatever, just like a, a two player at the least adventure that you could do together, kind of open world, be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like it seems like they were kind of hinting at it. I know they were probably in a little. They were probably trying to. Sh- they needed to set it up, and a lot of these like open world you know, action adventure games seem like they're moving towards multiplayer like abilities. Cause like the new Spider-Man that's coming out, like Spider-Man two is going to be multiplayer story throughout the thing, which I think is cool. And you can kind of like dip in with uh, miles or Peter Parker, however you want to do it. And yeah, so that looks really awesome. And then, you know, we're getting um, Gotham Knights, and that's you right. can do a multiplayer story on that. So yeah, it it seems like it's going that way. Especially like how everything is online now. It's like why can't you just make it like that? It seems seems very doable. So excited yeah. about that. And hopefully, yeah, the, I mean, it seems like this this game had like a really strong 
um, story to drive you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we played some other open world games, and it's like it's like so open world, you end up like not doing the story. Um, right. So right. like, hopefully, if they do do so- something like that, it's kind of like it gives you a reason to go to the next area. Otherwise, yeah. you're just riding around on a horse for hours, going like, "What we're we doing again?" Right. It's not bad, but yeah. That, that was it. I mean, you know, that like, I mean, we talked about it. I probably have like adult ADHD now, but you know, I want to like, I'm such a completionist. I want to do all the side missions, but for a game like ghost of Tsushima, for me, it was like too hard where I was, I stopped playing for a while. One, because of the difficulty and two, because there were so many side missions. I was like, man, I feel like I have to finish the side mission before I can move on to the main mission. And then yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm not really getting anywhere with the story. So yeah, it, it was, it becomes a little too distracting, I think for me, but, uh, I eventually was like, you know what, I'm just going to focus on the story. I'm going to get the story done. And then, you know, if I still am down, I'm going to come back and do all the side missions, which I didn't do. And I feel fine with it. Cause I finished the story. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for that too. I look at the map and then see all these things. And I'm like, I got to hit up all these things before I get right. there. Right. Like, like it's like, what are those? Reason, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Was it for you? I don't know if it's like this for you, but for me, it's like when you go to the spaghetti factory as a kid and they uh-huh. give you those little games where you have to connect the dots and then like the dots are like one, two, three, <laughs> right. And it'll eventually uh-huh. form a picture after you make, you like connect all <laughs> yeah. like the number dots. That's how I try to handle side missions with main missions in yeah. games that I'm into. And then I never finish it. Yeah. So, that, yeah. I would do that with Assassin's Creed as well. Like as soon as, more towers opened up where it's like you could jump off these and expand your map. I'm like, I got to hit up every tower. Every right I need to see the whole map. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> even though the mission's right here, I'm going to run across the map to hit that other tower up. But it'd like take me 30 minutes to do it. I'm like, to run around. Yeah, not I getting anything it, done. Yeah. yeah. You're like, hey, that's it for tonight. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, all you did was said. open up another part of the map. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah i get that i get that so yeah anyways it's it's I, i'd be excited about it if it fully gets greenlit if that announce announcement gets made um be cool to see more of Jin, but also like from a multiplayer element that's where i enjoy ghost of Tsushima the most mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, yeah so uh something i think we all like and is way more funny is uh harley quinn season three just got released on hbo max what we thinking what we thinking finish season two but like yeah that that is such a funny show with like um there's like some story to it you know Mm-hmm. right it's definitely more episodic i feel like like you like episode to episode like different shit happens right yeah, yeah. but there's still like a bit of a continuity going on you know like they'll, they'll reference things that happened before kind of thing. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah there yeah. there is some continuity for sure but uh man it it's like when you for me again like man i gotta just let things go but when i realized it was episodic you just kind of can jump in and out to whatever episode really like i started enjoying it more and like the comedy is just flat out funny like whoever does yeah. the writing for that show nails it it's hilarious mm-hmm. and uh especially like the way they play with the dc characters or like characters in the DC universe is like yeah. spot on. Yeah. yeah, that's so fun. Um, yeah, and hilarious. Like, like so I still love. Like one of my favorite episodes is like um, Bane's rehabilitation um, pit that he does, where it's like he brings villains down there and he has them like paint and stuff and become better. But he like never lets anyone leave, and you're like, <laughs> this is so crazy. Um, but yeah, that, that show is so out of there, like out, um, so all over the place, but like so well written. And, yeah 
Yeah, Dude. it's kind of like Rick and Morty ish, where it's like it kind of is episodic, but there is like this overlying story. Like maybe towards mm-hmm. the end of the seasons, they'll start connecting a little more. Right. But definitely recommend that show. It's so funny. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> one of my favorite characters I think of that show is uh, Poison Ivy's uh, like car- plant. Yeah, I got his plant. plant. <laughs> yeah. Just some of the shit that I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. But that, like, go watch it, enjoy it for yourself because that is too funny. That comedian love- is just real funny and riffing. That's why too. Um, Who? What's his name? I think name? he's in. Um, I want to say he's in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, solid gold. Then yeah. But he's like, I think he's known for. Um, just improvising so uh, that's what makes it like funnier too i think like a lot of those lines i'm sure they just like give him the script and he just like just take after take or whatever and then they just keep the funny stuff and then they animate him doing that like it's yeah. just so funny. i'll try and look up the um, jb smooths yeah, oh, JB JB Smooth. Smooth. oh yeah, 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 yeah 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 okay right on yeah jb smooths is like he's like legend yeah he's, yeah he's exactly like, yeah, yeah. around and he's awesome. still killing it. He's hey, himself. hey, he's another. Well, I don't know. I guess he's not in the DCU, but he's another actor that's been in the MCU <laughs> and, well, and in DC Universe, I guess you could say, like Marvel Universe and DC Universe. Oh, yeah. He was at the school, right? Yeah. He was the like, gym teacher, or he was like one of the teachers in Spider Man. Oh, no, he's, isn't he the principal? Yeah, he's the principal. Hannibal oh, Burst was that's the gym like, teacher. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. And he's like the big fan of Spider Man, right? Yeah, 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 he's a huge yeah. yeah. But like Hannibal Burris hates Spider-Man. He's, he's <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Right. Uh but yeah, Jamie Sue is classic. That's so funny. I didn't know that. But um yeah. And then Ron Punches Super- as um um King Shark is just funny. Oh, like that Alan voice Tudic with that is, character. Um, Playfish. Yeah, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one yeah, I can't remember. There was like a heist they had to do, right? And yeah. and he was like, I don't know, I'm trying to like rehabilitate myself. And then they're like, Well, we'll think of this as a role. And he's like, Okay, you've piqued my interest or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Clayface. And every is character he too. does, it sounds like that, right? Like no matter <laughs> right. who he looks like, it's just funny. And then right, the guy right. in the um I think the guy is voiced by Jason Alexander, the guy in the wheelchair. Oh yeah, the old man. <laughs> oh he's like, yeah. His wheelchair, like I think, and his some of his limbs, they, like, he's like part cyborg, and it does all kind of crazy. Yeah, shit. yeah. He so keeps crazy. like, yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's like way less built up in the first season, and then by se- end of season two, he's like all these attachments and shit. I think that is the case. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while since I watched it, but yeah. <laughs> So, but this is like, fire. yeah, because I don't, to your point, because I don't know if I watched all of season two. So, this is even more reason. But, like, every time I watch it, I'm like, this show's so freaking hilarious. And it's like yeah. so much more vulgar than you would think for a DC oh, show. Oh, yeah. It, it's pretty vulgar and gory, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's like the boys' level, but it's pretty damn up there. And yeah, which I love, which I love about it because yeah. it's like such a departure from what you think about like DC shows. But, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, just a sidebar. Do you guys think DC's kind of based even on this comedy and you know Harley Quinn? Do you think DC is kind of going more in towards like just just being like adult content? Because like Peacemaker yeah, so. and all that. Question. Yeah, I think so. Actually, because even the even comedy the video games. Yeah, even the video games too. Exactly. It's like it's definitely does not seem like it's for kids. Yeah, you know, I think they've always just tried to go with what works. You know, like. I think with like Batman and Superman, they tried to go more um, like gritty and edgy because of the um, 
the Christian Bale Batmans, you know, of how well they did. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, that was like such a real, yeah, I think that was almost like a, I don't know if that was a good choice for mm-hmm. the Justice League. You know, yeah. I, I think if I maybe had they let Zack Snyder like create his vision, it would have worked, but it doesn't seem like they were able to do that. And then, you know, but Zack Snyder was taking things from Christian Bale and it was kind of too realistic in some ways, but yeah, hopefully, uh, I'll try and invite me to, um, the game now. Oh yeah. You, you invite me cause I, 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 I'm buddy. randomly playing with strangers. So, Oh, I thought you guys were playing together all of a sudden. Nope. Nope. I left Scott in the dust. Waiting for you. Yeah. At least I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right i was Thanks, just about to God. ditch on this guy my bad yeah, don't don't at me bro uh right on so let's see what's the bit, next bit of news next bit of news is another bit of the lord of the rings and we got like a little snippet and i've been seeing some things here and there from the amazon prime show coming out called the lord of the rings uh rings of power and uh man this little tidbit that i saw um what is it i it, it was like a 15 second thing where it was like uh in the beginning or like not all evil. all things are born evil not yeah yeah in the beginning not all or things start are, even start, start evil. Evil. yeah and uh man it's just looking really good like i feel like they are taking the parts that were great about why am i blanking oh, about the peter jackson series that we grew up with when we were in high school and then they're just like bringing that into a show which man it, it, like it's really caught my attention like i was on board for it already but this looks like dude i i i'm like definitely i'm excited about it now and the more i see about it i'm more and more excited uh are you guys getting the same free feeling from this or do you guys need to see more I don't need to see more necessarily because I know already that like the production values look great. You know, the orcs look cool. The characters look cool. They're doing all kinds of cool stunts. Mm -hmm. I just kind of hope they don't deviate too much as they want to do from Mm -hmm. the established lore. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Yeah, because you you read kind of like the prequel um, stories. Yeah, I I, I pretty much read like, yeah, the, the, the main Lord of the Rings series and like the okay. yeah is it from what you've seen does it look like it's pretty consistent with those stories kind of yeah okay yeah what, like, what i don't know like the, the time it? period they chose to do is like kind of crazy oh really oh in terms of what's going on in lord of the rings how so like um Basically, the time period they've chosen, like, um, there's this group of humans that live on this island, and they're, like, so strong and advanced that, like, Sauron can't even fuck with them. Hmm. So, I think that's where some of the characters are from, too. Like, how there's that little girl who's like, oh, I want to go see what's in the rest of the world or whatever. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I haven't watched all the trailers either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, just based on this, like, I I was just kind of curious, but... um... Yeah, I, th- I thought it looked great. What about you, Scott? Um, yeah, I thought based on the trailers and what we saw thus far, um, visually it looks amazing. So I'm excited for it. Based on that, definitely gonna watch it. But you know, as we see more, I could make a better opinion. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited for it. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's looking good. Uh, again, and, and some things I've kind of just seen online is they've done a really good job. I think of, you know, making the orcs look like what we're familiar with from mm-hmm. those movies, but also like they kind of look updated and it just looks like they look genuinely scary. Like they, you know, their, their faces, I don't know, just like the, the prosthetics on it and everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, it looks good. It looks good. So I'm pumped about it. Uh, huge Lord of the Rings fan, uh, Peter Jackson's version, you know, when we were kids. So this is like, I was already on board, but this is like, I'm actually like getting hyped about it now. And fuck, I can't wait. Yeah. And when are we expected to see this again? Was uh, it like September or something? Yeah. Yeah. I almost feel like, wait, did we talk about? No, no, no. We've talked. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Uh, I think September 3rd. Oh, okay. September 3rd. Yeah. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked there. And we've already talked about the Mr. Fabtastic of it, of it all, right? Yeah, so, it, it linked really good to the Thor thing earlier. So yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, I think we got something. For some reason, I can't join our party, Cobe. So, uh, well. You we'll, invite us then. Oh, I'm going to invite you all the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wonder if it's because I'm ahead of you. Ah, uh, maybe. All right. I'll be working on it right now. But uh, hey, Cubs, while we're waiting, it's not, you know, we don't have an uh, official uh, Drake, Drake's hypothetical of the week, but I think we've done a good job of kind of creating our own hypothetical that relates to something happened in the boys this week, which uh, if you haven't seen, just stop this right now, uh, go watch it because it was a doozy. It yeah. was indeed a doozy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Episode title was called Herogasm and... If- Wow. It was just, it was exactly what it sounds. Yeah, exactly what it sounds like. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, take it away on the hypothetical coach. So you're a superhero and you're invited to hero gasm, which is basically just a huge orgy of superheroes. What power do you wish you had? And what power would you want your partner, your first partner you're having sex with to have? Just the first. I mean, first of many, right? First of many. First of many. Yeah. Wow. Got to be careful about this one being married. So uh, let's see if we can. (laughs) Let's just say that. uh, My wife. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) My wife. And this is the power I want her to have. But uh, so let's see. What power would I want? Yeah, like I don't want love sausages power because that's a little no, too in- no. that's a, <laughs> yeah. a little too intense. Like I don't think it's like an elephant it, trunk. Yeah, Dude, that, like how do you even use that as a fucking in fighting crime? You know, you just gross the guy out so much. Yeah. Stuff. Okay, okay, man, fuck. That's true. Like, yeah. the, is it like extra? I mean, it's like he could definitely control it, and it has some type of strength. But is it like extra strong? You know, like what happens like, if you get hurt? You know. Yeah, exactly. Just clubs like, people with it. Yeah. Can you what, run with that thing? Them? Yeah. What if somebody? I I don't know. I guess you could run backwards. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, carries yeah. like a fire hose. Yeah. 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 You're kind of like inconvenient um, power for sure. Yeah, I'm thinking the partner I would want, I mean, again, this is a world where my wife doesn't exist, is, you know, somebody who could read my mind, like a Jean Grey, so they know exactly what 
I'm thinking like, yeah, that's awesome. Or don't do that. <laughs> so that's kind of the way I'm leading with that. Ah, that that's, that's a good response. That's, yeah, that's a good <clears throat> response. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about you, Scotty? Well, what power would you have, Thomas? Yeah, I think the power I would want is uh, electricity. Hmm. Oh, you're just going to give him a little jolt? Oh, oh man, this is sounds so creepy. Apologize to everybody <laughs> listening to this one, but the other power, the only other power, so electricity, because you can either like shock them in the right places, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and then the or, which is always my go-to, which is a power I would want in real life anyway, but would be the power to stop time, because oh. there would be a certain moment where you're like, oh, 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 pause. <laughs> and just seeing that reaction would either be like awesome or just hilarious. So I think, yeah, that's that's the power I would. Or want. I thought you meant stop time because you're like, not yet. And you stop time. <laughs> like, you're in the kitchen getting water. Yeah, looking out the I window. You're like, all right, let's get back to it. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That's good. You're right. I didn't look at it for that perspective. Yeah. I was just thinking more <laughs> for the other person's. Yeah. I guess me selfishly, but anyways, yeah. uh, yeah. What about you guys? Um, I would dude, pick cloning, dude. I could just duplicate whoa. myself and be all over the place, you know? Wow. That's a good answer. Multiple man. That's good. Okay. Yeah, what yeah, about, yeah, yeah. what about the person you're, you're hooking up with at that moment? You know, you know what? If she hulks there, like just that big Amazonian kind of woman. Oh, wow. Her, oh, I'd wow. Her, I'm, nice. I'm all about tall chicks, man. Something I'll probably you. never have. <laughs> No way. <laughs> That's the kind of belief system that stops you. I believe you can. Yeah, you got this shit, dude. You might even get the real She-Hulk herself. <laughs> I believe in you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, I could see you getting like just just tossed around in her room. Dog. <laughs> you like walk in and she just grabs you and slams you up to the ceiling. Like, oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All of you. Just yeah, all, of, all you. of you around. <laughs> she bear like, hugs Wee! five of you and just crushes you. Yeah. And you're like, yes, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> just rolling around with like 20 of you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, this would be hilarious. She, yeah, she like uses you like bubble wrap. And so like all 10 <laughs> of you around. Me, like, and just, yeah, and just like zip cords around or like whatever type of cord, some type of rope to wrap all 10 of you. And then she just like rolls oh down the hallway with all 10 of you surrounding her like a tire on a hubcap. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Hilarious. Yeah. Again, mm. I, I uh anyways, sorry. Go yeah, for it, Scott, while I try all to figure out much why better I can't answers than what I thought of. <clears throat> From this boys universe, we always see like people dying all the time. They I got immediately defensive. And I'm like, if I'm gonna go to this thing, I wanna have like some crazy durability to my body, so I'm not just getting like accidentally broken in half or something. Oh, that's like a good dude. That's a good point. Like the She-Hulk is probably destroying my pelvis, dude. Yeah, like because <laughs> as we've seen, no no hero means to kill people, but it seems to happen all the time in this yeah. universe. It's like true. so, when you said electricity, I'm thinking, okay, if this is applied to the boys, if there was a character who had electricity, when they like orgasm, someone's like, someone's body's getting exploded with electricity. Like it <laughs> just seems like 
you know, they, they, like, you're like, yeah, it's just, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like fucking and then they'd leave the room and find someone else because it's the point. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, so right. something like where I'm just completely durable, and then the other person again, it'd be like someone that's not gonna fucking melt me or like, <laughs> like you know, just fuck me up. Probably, yeah, probably the most normal person, maybe. I don't know. So you're basically why, just like, why are you even Huey. at hero gasm, dude? Yeah, you're basically <laughs> just <laughs> mother's milk. Yeah, I'm going to show up and be like, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> like, I'm too afraid of dying by this guy swinging his dick around. You know, like, um, there's, there's better places to be right now, I think. Hey, you know, that's an honest fear, especially when you watch this week's episode. And dude, yeah, as as we've seen, let's just get into it. This week's episode, man, is pretty it's pretty dangerous to be <laughs> to be a human in general in the boys world, but it's even yeah. just as dangerous to be at this party. Yeah. Yeah. And this episode had a lot of different story threads. Uh, I thought it really did a good job. Like one thing I, it's always a little challenging for me is when stories kind of jump around between different characters and different threads of things that are going on. And it's like up to you to pay attention on like what's happening where. And I, I, yeah, maybe this makes me sound like the village idiot, but it's like hard sometimes for me to track what's going on. But I thought this episode did a great job of filling you in on like where everybody is and then why they're all kind of converging in this one area and how the story stories are kind of blending you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. so yeah we got what deep is going there because he knows that um they're after the tnt twins the mm-hmm. huey butcher and soldier boy are going there because they're trying to kill the tnt twins and we also kind of see um soldier boy's mentality right he's the very 1940s guy of fucking right. man man man's man kind of world and then right. the dad walks around in like the baby bjorn thing and he was like guys don't actually walk around in there right <laughs> yeah. yeah and i'm like yeah they, they do yeah so very much uh kind of like you know kind of i don't know how how to explain it but like my grandpa's mentality on on men yeah very very old school mentality right yeah 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 and then, and then uh right we know Oh, Mother's uh, Milk and um, <coughs> Starlight are working together, right? And he's he's very upset over Butcher's betrayal, right? And he still wants to fucking just kill Soldier Boy, even though he knows he probably can't do it. Yeah, which was crazy. We saw a little bit of that in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yep. basically it, right? Yeah, and then uh, yeah, you know, we talked about Homelander, right? And that oh uh, yeah, he comes later. We we finally see kind of like the repercussions of like Homelander taking over Vought and that the whole uh analyst team uh oh, yeah, you know is gone. gone. <laughs> and the deep is like, I don't know what I'm doing, and he's like, God, you know, and then you know, basically he blames yeah. um the other lady that's there, right? Yeah, the yeah, one just, only yeah. other person that actually can do something. It is funny, Avengers. she just calls him out like you you fire them all, like Right, right. It's funny. It feels like the regular people are kind of getting more fed up. They're getting more and more comfortable with just like kind of telling soups off a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, between having to answer the deep or having to answer the uh, home, why can't I do it? Homelander. Geez, that was stupid. Uh, (laughs) I would way rather have to answer to the deep. 
yeah, that's true. Sure, <laughs> that would yeah. fuck you up, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, ladder, anything could go down. So, uh, yeah, I know. Is there any other threads that were kind of? Oh, and then we, and then there's the oh, Frenchie. Oh my gosh, the Frenchie oh, Nikimiko yeah, yeah. thing was just. Oh yeah, that was. Oof, it was like straight up Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, that was gnarly. Um, was yeah. this episode also the first time where we see Homelander talking to himself? No. I don't think so. I think we've already seen it in one other episode. I think it, right? I want to say, I want to say we've seen it in one other episode. I could be wrong though. Yeah. I can't oh, but this was a big that. one where you did it. This was the big, okay. I mean, this, there might've been another one, but I know he did it twice in this one. Like yeah. battle and then post battle, right? Right. Like he has this whole <laughs> green goblin, Norman Osborn, like talking right, yeah. to his, his self in the mirror. And mm-hmm. one is like, you know, uh, just get it, get your shit together. And then there's the, I can't do this guy. And they're having that conversation. Right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, man, Anthony Starr is so freaking good. He's such an awesome actor and the way he can just jump back and forth. Like, I don't know if he's filming that together or like, you know, like concurrently, or Mm -hmm. if he films one side and then the other side, but Wow, those scenes are so damn good. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Right. But uh, you really see like his vulnerable side, right? Like he's he is still human, a part of him, and he he just wants to be loved. But his his crazy side, just like nah, fuck that dude, be a god. Right, right, yeah, it, yeah. For me, it was like, oh, he his vulnerable vulnerability is the human side. Like he still wants people to love about love him and care for him mm-hmm. and those kind of things. It's like it's. <laughs> So interesting because I feel like we haven't really seen any type of weakness in Homelander up until this point, and now we're finally getting it. So, yeah, there's a bit yeah. of like that, um, Smeagol kind of aspect to him, or like there's even a part of him that's like a victim to himself, or like mm. you know, he's not totally in control, and there's a part of him that's like scared of himself, which was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Like we're gonna get rid of this little kid that or this human that's in us. Like, right? And he's like, Yeah, 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 you're right. Like it was just kind of <laughs> cool to see. Like yeah. he's really going off the, the deep end though. But yeah, yeah, it is it is pretty cool to see. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they show up at the the orgy and it's exactly what you think a superhero orgy might be, but I will say, and like, you know, with all the powers and everything, but I, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be, if that makes sense. Like this, no, ep- I agree. That wasn't the craziest part about the episode, which is what surprised me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, Scott? <clears throat> no, because after watching it, I was like, you know what? Didn't we get some sort of orgy in like one of the other seasons? I think it was, um, it was more of just like, oh no, I guess it kind of was. That the guy that shrinks is at a lot of the sex scenes, basically. Or yeah, almost right, all right. of them. No, but um <laughs> there was another one where um, remember where they had the church thing and the guy who was like the leader, basically the Joel Olstein superhero, mm-hmm. he was like he would have sex parties and shit, and they showed that. There was like a super like the stretchy guy who was like getting like I I believe you. I don't. It was remember like in the that, first though. season. I or don't something. remember. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was so long ago. The, the first season, I think I watched in twenty nineteen. So it's been a while. But I wouldn't say you're wrong. You right. I mean? But I, I mean, regardless, yeah. it was still like, it was still crazy. Like this, this episode, just because we had one before, doesn't mean this one wasn't mm-hmm. like 
crazy to watch. Right. Yeah. And I don't know if this was a good thing or bad thing, but I had heard people talk about the comic version and the Mm -hmm. comic version sounded like it was just like, however many pages, like 25 pages is just pure depravity and like just everybody banging everybody. And like, (laughs) there was that, but it was just like, it was just a small slice of the episode. Right. Right. You know, it wasn't the focus, you know? Yeah. It wasn't the focus. And I actually appreciated that. Uh, you know, and there was still a reason for it. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody brought up a good point that they were hoping it would be one thing that we're a little disappointed on is in the comics, it's Vought that holds this event. Mm-hmm. And Vought basically makes an excuse for all the heroes to go to this island and then just get out all their like animal inhibitions and just bang each other and do all this stuff. And because of that, it's it shows like how sadistic Vought is, where this is like some retired heroes and whatnot just kind of getting together as like an annual party. Like fun, yeah. And supposedly started by Soldier Boy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Soldier Boy takes credit for it. Like, oh, I started yeah. that in 52 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, yeah. So it was it was cool. And, and then yeah, how we were talking about earlier, Cobes, with you saying where everybody's story was at that time, they kind of all converge at this event. And yeah, the the Wonder Twins or whatever they're called. What TNT, they called? TNT twins. twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the T and shouldn't it be like T N twins, but it uh, regardless whatever yeah Uh, yeah. you're right i think it should (laughs) but uh yeah it's funny they kind of like reminded me like the brother the twin brother kind of reminded me of like john c Riley and stepbrothers you know (laughs) they're like hey what's up you know just like gut hanging out and whatnot and with the crazy hair he reminded me of fucking bam margera dude oh man that's a good pull too (laughs) i don't know why yeah kind of look like bam (laughs) yeah yeah there is definitely some bad Marjorie inspiration <laughs> in there as well. You know, I'm um, glad we did it get because in the beginning, before the episode, it's like a warning, right? Like you're gonna see some stuff, like the sex is over the top, there's mm-hmm. some bestiality, mm-hmm. and it said and <laughs> and other stuff, and I was like, dude, the twins better not be fucking each other. Oh, I thought, yeah. that, I kind of then, thought they were like, yeah, and then when, when they, they were like super out. angry at each other, I was yeah. like, okay, good. I don't think we're gonna get it, but I'm like, that yeah. would be the only thing where I'm like, like <laughs> it's gone a little far, guys. Especially yeah. with the hype over this episode, I'm like, oh no, don't tell me. So yeah, I'm it could have gone in that direction for sure. Yeah. yeah, because it's like nothing. You can't hold anything sacred. Yeah, it's sacred in the boys. I mean, that's why yeah. I, you know, I continue to say this. It's like it for me. It's it's kind of like Game of Thrones. Like nothing's off limits, and you don't know what's gonna happen. You know, yeah. yeah. And Very so true. there was a few of those big moments in this episode, right? We we uh, Huey and Soldier Boy show up. And Soldier Boy confronts the TNT twins. He does what he does. He blasts that havoc thing and just like messes them up. I want to say. Yep. Is that the start? Um, so oh, let's get the little bit. Um, so the orgy's going on. Yeah, he goes into the scout. Right. Oh, and, he goes into um, the scout. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and he Star runs and into MM are in there. Yeah, and he runs. Yeah, yeah. MM and Starlight are already in there because they want to talk to them. Mm. But yeah, Huey goes in as a scout and runs into a train. And I really, I'm glad you brought that up because I really like this scene because yeah. it hasn't been something that's been addressed in all the seasons since I think episode one where a train killed Huey's girlfriend. And he yeah. finally, like Huey finally said something to him, like, 
hey, you never apologized to me, you know, for what you did to my girlfriend. And that interaction, I was like, man, this is either going to go one or two ways. Like they're either going to brawl it out and it's going to like, that's going to be what, like, I think that's what he wanted, right? Like Huey just wanted to fucking fuck him up. Yeah. It seemed like he wanted him to give him a wrong answer or a reason to fuck him up. Right. He wasn't expecting a true apology. Yeah. Yeah. But I liked that. Uh, a train was the one that didn't give into showing that a train's got some growth here too. Like, man, man, what we do has repercussions that can hurt like, you know, regular or people we care about who are not soups like his brother. Yeah. I mean, but remember like, um, he kind of didn't realize that until Ashley tells him that right. When he's like, Hey, what, what are you guys doing about blue Hawk? And she's just like, Oh, you're, you're just fucking mad now because it's happening to you. Do you remember like Mm. these fucking four times I had to cover up for you already? Yeah. She's oh like, right. She, out of she here. points out that he kills people and they have to cover it up. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, right. that's right. That's a big scene too. There's a lot of good scenes that addressed a lot of things in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that in this episode or was that a previous episode? No, that that was I don't know about the Ashley thing, but that was I mean, at least the confrontation was definitely in this yeah, episode. Yeah, this, between that the confrontation was this episode, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Huey finally, you know, throws a blow. So I think that relationship is a little bit in some ways repaired in a weird way. Like it's even now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, now let's fast forward. We get to soldier boy at the party. He's hunting them down the TNT twins. And Wait, no, he, he finds oh, M&M first, right? M&M throws that freaking um, poison gas grenade basically. Oh, at him, and he picks okay. it up and breathes it in. Yeah, he right. basically smokes it, and he like he's like used to it already, right? Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. And then know, and then just throws his hands he's like, up, like he's gonna, something. Yeah. and he's gonna fight. Yeah, uh-huh. and then um, Butcher comes like, not that one, right? And then then he walks yeah. off. Yeah, and like that, that was crazy too, because like you see like, MM just basically ready to, to die, like yeah. he's just mm. so angry at Soldier Boy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He's just shaking, and yeah. even though you know he can't win, but he's yeah. Oh, did he reveal in this one too, like the incident with Soldier Boy? It was this episode, right? He yeah, tells Starlight. He talks, like, yeah, he told yeah. Starlight. Yeah, right? he's like, oh, um, the reason why I hate him is because um, I call one day I was watching him um, stop some carjackers, and I called my grandpa over to watch with me, and then he threw the car through our house for no fucking reason, killed my grandpa. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, if I didn't wake my grandpa, he wouldn't die. Right, right. And then he's like, that's where my OCD kicked in with the tick and everything. Yeah. yeah. Which, man, he, uh, I forgot what the guy's full name is, is, but so Alonzo. Yeah. yeah, Alonzo something, but he is, man, he's been killing it this season. I thought he's been crushing it. Like, just from an emotional perspective. And yeah, I mean, he's been literally like he's the the conscience of the boys now what it it's not huey i don't feel like it's it's mm no, like yeah, it's definitely not are. huey anymore, laz too. alonso laz alonso yeah he's crushing it man i think he's he's killing yeah it. it was literally after that scene i turned to christine i'm like man he's he does such a good job i was like mm-hmm. the cast they have for this show is so good yeah and like plus each he- character fits their role great yeah, and plus he's okay with like getting completely splooged on in this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, my my yeah. favorite jacket. That was fun. Okay, speaking of the guy who shrinks, he yeah, he freaking turns big, bumps into MM. I don't know why he's an asshole. He's like, Such man, yeah, frick, I gotta find a bathroom. My jacket opens the door and then just ejaculate <laughs> goes on to all over his jacket, and it was that was so <laughs> yeah. Fine. He is I'm wearing... like his poor jacket. 
Like, yeah, I know. He ends up wearing like the TNT twins, like crappy merch. It looks like it's from the 80s <laughs> yeah. or 70s, maybe. Yeah, it was just so bad. But yeah, that was yeah, it was so funny. But uh yeah, then, then let's get into it, right? So yeah, uh MM is there. He's a he's looking at uh Soldier Boy, they're in that hallway. Butcher tells him not him. And then uh does how I'm trying to figure out where Homelander comes in. And we're him and Soldier um, Boy. It's after the, the explosion. Yeah, it's after the explosion. Oh, we also mm-hmm. it's all it's after Starlight okay. finds the deep fucking the octopus. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, it walks on the deep, gets a picture. Yeah. Just and like then, ugh, yeah. Oh boy. There was even alluded <laughs> to, I think, in like episode three or four. Yeah, whatever, where he's right? like talking to the octopus while he's having sex. Well, yeah, with yeah. his wife, and he's like yeah. looking at the octopus, and it's yeah. just like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> what a what a like I don't know if I could have taken on that role. I know they're like paid <laughs> millions. You're in one of the biggest shows in the world. I'm like, I don't know if I could. But be... now he's just such a joke, right? Like, he's fuck. such a joke. He's such a freaking Chad in the show. And it's so great uh, though. I, I he does such a good job at at that. And I, you know, I didn't realize. Um, um, I was with some friends the other night, and I guess the deep. It's either like the the boys Instagram or some kind of page, but. The deep has like deep thoughts with the deep and it's like little videos where he's like, <laughs> he just gives like, it's as if it's real, like the deep talking to you, like just yeah. dumb fucking shit. And he's like promoting things. And right. I'm just like, dude, this guy's killing this fucking role. Like it's great. And yeah. also we talked about, um, <clears throat> he, I think he loves the fact that people even get angry. They're like, you're not Aquaman. Like stop, you know, like stop messing with it. And he's just like, yeah, you're fucking idiot. And he like loves right. it. So I think, I'm glad he 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 doesn't care enough to be like, yeah, I'll have an octopus on my junk, and like this is gonna be great and hilarious. Like yeah. you have an actor like that that's not like, what is this gonna do to my career? I think right. um, he leans into it so well. Like I don't even think anything of it. I'd be I'd be excited to see him in anything after this. Yeah, because yeah. He, he does such a good job in this. Yeah, Chase Crawford. Yeah, he's crushing it for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, he's great. Uh, plus, yeah, now she's got some dirt on the deep, but also like, yeah, yeah l- let's get into the fight. Cause that fight was oh, just, yeah, that was better than some movie fights. I thought. I didn't think we were going to get it too. Like as soon as they came, they showed down. I'm like, Oh, the episode must be ending right now because it's right. probably going to be like next time when the boys were going to get this fight. And yeah, the fact that we got all of this in one episode, I was like, Holy shit. This is like a crazy fucking episode. Yeah. So you can go, go on again. Yeah. Explain the fight, but yeah oh i wait should we no we'll just get to that at the end i don't want to end on a sour note but the kimiko and and frenchie of it all but dude right off the bat you're like okay soldier boy is throwing blows with uh homelander and it's like oh whoa they're evenly matched this is crazy and then you see the tides start turning a little bit and homelander starts you like you know he catches the punch at any time yeah. the bad guy catches the punch, it's like, oh, shit's about you to go. You see it on his face, dude. He's like, Soldier Boy was like confused, yeah. right? He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Kobe, yeah. You're, so, you're throwing me off right now, being off screen right oh, out here. Yeah. I feel like we're talking to your Batman cup and a fan. Oh, you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we are, actually. Yeah. Ugh. But uh, yeah, yeah. So he catches the punch, and <laughs> then it's like they're. 
Also, we even got a moment where Huey couldn't pick up the shield, which I was like, dang, how heavy is the shield? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. In the apartment, around. dude. Yeah. In the apartment. Yeah. And he, yeah, they have like Vada Burger, which I thought was mm-hmm. hilarious. But anyways, yes. let's get back to the fight. And it's just mm-hmm. like going to blow. And then we see the tights are turning. And right as Homelander looks like he's about to start winning the fight, we get Butcher come in and yeah, just the butcher and the homelander of it all was just like I was just like, oh my, I you know, I was just like almost pulled a Tom Cruise and started jumping on the couch. But it, was yeah. like, it was nuts. That part was so nuts. Uh yeah, yeah jump in at any time, guys, if you have oh, and then, the and laser then battle, dude. Yeah, then Huey, yeah, they they do oh, the, the laser whole battle sick, classic yeah, the laser, laser battle. Yeah, the classic like comet comic uh like anime two powers mm-hmm. like meeting at each other and like they're trying yeah. to battle i mean we see it in harry potter too but Dude, uh yeah that mantle in that room is the strongest thing ever because apparently everyone's getting slammed into that bitch and it doesn't <laughs> fucking fall down yeah yeah put a lot of money into that man <laughs> yeah yeah that's right they're like make it soup proof all right i don't want this thing to we're, fall we're trying to ever. fuck against this man over here <laughs> yeah, soup, right, so uh it's yeah, gonna last exactly. every every wall coming we got <laughs> yeah yeah you know yeah, how many walls they broke last time? <laughs> we had to rebuild this house five times, not this time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, too bad this time as well. But for very yeah, yeah. but not for fucking. Uh but yeah, yeah. And then right, and then there's a part where you know Homelander starts even like it just shows how strong Homelander is, right? Because he takes on shoulder sh- shoulder boy, <laughs> soldier boy, mm-hmm. and then butcher, you know, and they're both having a hard time. And then when those things start going away, it's like Huey comes in, and the look in Homelander's face after uh, <coughs> Huey knocks him off, or I think he gets a punch in there. Homelander's face of like, what? What? Just pure mm-hmm. shock. Like, yeah. how did you do this to me? It was right. so good in that moment. And then, then they all. Sorry, quick pause. Reverse yeah. to um, when he punches A Train. A Train had the same reaction where he's like, "Oh yeah, like, how the fuck did you do that?" Right, right, right. Like, but he you shouldn't be strong. He's, yeah, yeah. He's, he like vocally says that. And then Homelander's thing is just the look. I mean, there's no yeah. time for him to talk because mm-hmm. he's fighting three guys. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just yeah. From it just shows like what Compound V can do. It just yeah. even with the temporary compound V, how strong they can become. But just the look on Homelander's face, I think just that one second of that look it says enough of like what A Train says in like the five seconds after Huey punches him. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Crazy. So yeah, and I'm wondering like how that's gonna affect them now, right? Because it's no longer like um a secret their secret weapon yeah exactly right. so now they can expect them to come with some sort of power mm-hmm. um, maybe now they're going to realize this temp b or what have you but oh, actually yeah. they know um, well like homelander do, do, yeah homelander, does homelander know like, i mean Maeve if he knew. does it maybe was the one giving oh it was Maeve. yeah okay yeah Maeve was the one giving it to them right so yeah, I don't know. Maybe Maeve dies for sure now because maybe they're gonna yeah. track but down I mean, how they got it or yeah. right like if we there's no way in hell Homelander doesn't tear apart everything in Vought to figure out how they did that. You yeah, know I mean? there's no exactly. world since he escaped, right? And that's the thing. Like, they're like, oh, shit. like I was like, man, Soldier Boy is gonna do it. They're like holding him, Huey on one arm, Butcher on the other arm. Soldier Boy is over the top. I'm like, he's about to do back. it. He's gonna blast him. He's gonna, and if anything, his powers are gonna be gone, and then that's it. And right at that last second, boom, he he is able to just kind of fly through the roof. One, I was like, 
I don't think that window mattered, but I was like, lucky he went through the window because it probably would have sucked had he gone through some reinforced wall or something. But uh, yeah, it's the first time we see fear in Homelander. And I was like, damn, like, yeah, this is going to just change Homelander's like dynamic in the world so much, I think. Because, yeah, up until now, he was, in his mind, he was God. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like, oh, fuck. especially, you know, cut to the ending part where he's looking in the mirror and he's like, basically questioning like him himself yeah but, but, we, but again we, that we was just a that, look yeah you know what I mean? yeah, that again, was, yeah. I, there was no dialogue there it was just him looking in the mirror like unless i'm, I'm like remembering it wrong but that was like it said enough you know where it's like maybe the alter ego doesn't come out in that moment because it's just the homelander that feels human that feels defeat that feels fear right yeah and that yes. was like so so good, it was so kills good. It. he he does he kills it it's so much but the writing time. on this show continues like the way they intermingle all these things and the way it crescendos in every episode like it, there's a there's tension building throughout the episode mm-hmm. and you're constantly yeah. on edge and again I've, I've said this before you know last time we were talking about power dynamics in the boys where in terms of like game of thrones you're like i don't know which week to week somebody's going to die. Like there was a moment where I'm like, they're legit going to kill Homelander right here. Mm, like he's, yeah. there's no way he's going to win this. And yeah, it, it's just so good. So fire. They just, I mean, for me, it's just like, yeah, it's one of the best written shows and best acted shows ever for, for yeah. I'm just going to say that ever. I think it's yeah. great. I mean, <laughs> I think of a lot of other things other than the show right now. So yeah, I'll second that. Yeah. Just because I, I mean, can't think of I'm sure there's other examples that are much better than I mean, but right, for like, right now, like breaking bad, uh Sopranos, uh Entourage, like just the friends. way the character yeah, Game of Thrones, right, up until the ending. Like it, mm-hmm. it yeah, it just it just works and yeah, you yeah. just you no one's safe. Like no one's safe. And now right. we finally see Homeland. Oh again. So talking about nobody being safe, like Kimiko lost her powers, and I legit thought Kimiko was gonna get killed in this episode. Yeah, I, was like, oh, I shit, thought they both. I thought all three of them were just done. Like, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, and I I felt so bad. Like French, just talk, like Pulp Fiction, a horror like uh, handle. What am I thinking of? Bike lock to to the neck on mm-hmm. the pole, hands tied behind his back, naked, and just watching Kimiko just get destroyed. I was like, oh. My God! Like I, Dude, I thought Kimiko. they were gonna torture the fuck out of him. I thought they were just gonna like make those two watch him get tortured. Right. Yeah, yeah right. I, I could have seen them doing that too, but yeah. It, oh man, I just felt so bad, and I continuously feel bad for that couple. And you know, and then her like wondering like, was the kiss too much? Because at first oh, it's like yeah, I, yeah. I always thought they were in a relationship, but this yeah, I thought they were too. I thought, but like this confirms that they never crossed the, like the friendship boundary you know it's always right. just been friends and i, I was surprised by yeah. that but and her kind of contemplating do i say hey was the kiss a mistake or my bad i won't do it again was mm-hmm. like just those little moments of like getting in the character and man i just feel like so much for those those characters i'm sad if they get killed off but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like so out of the blue like i shouldn't be so surprised if they get killed right, off. right. and then yeah. even uh, um after after she kills them after she, like you know she breaks out kills the guards fucking nina oh my god i wanted nina to die so bad i was like as soon as she broke out i was just 
murder all of them. Like I was just like, fucking kill them. And then yeah. um Nina escapes, and then she's questioning um, Kimiko is questioning herself, like, I thought I was a monster because I had powers, but turns mm-hmm. out I can be a monster without it. And then she's trying yeah. to question herself. Yeah. And like they both he reassures her that she wasn't, and then she reassures him that like all the things that happen to you aren't your fault and that it doesn't define you. So I was right. like, man, they have that was another part of this episode that like wrapped up that those two character relationship like so well. Yeah. Like that character building, like mm-hmm. man, this is a good episode. So good. So good. And then and then the whole um the whole blue hawk of it all, right? Because I, I felt like it was just setting up some type of point where A Train had to either put up or shut up. Like he's like, Oh, yeah. I want to represent the community. I want to be like be this person. His brother's like, Hey, you forgot about all of us. So it's coming to a point of do you want to be the guy that's just for show or do you want to be the guy that can actually do something? Mm-hmm. And the whole blue Hawk thing where, you know, he tries to confront him and the way he kills blue Hawk, like, whew, I don't get squeamish a lot, but that was like, Oh, dude, that's a shitty way to God. fucking die. dude. That was Just brutal. Brutal, just dragged for miles. It's like on a his... sandpaper is just like grinding, you're grinding you down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That was nuts. But, that was that yeah. That was, was like because we we knew there was a chance like he might still be alive, but we knew there there's a chance he might die after he took like that. Mm. And I'm like fuck if you if there's gonna be a way to go out like getting revenge on the guy who like fucked your brother up, like yeah, that's, that's what you do it. That's where yeah, it's is. like yeah. I mean it's he's an asshole, go. but it's like in in the boys universe, justified. Just exactly <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I kind of do, do you think, think oh it's such an asshole. But do we think that A Train is still alive or do you think I think he's gonna be alive? Yeah, you I think, think so? so the, 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 I've I've heard a lot of consensus of people thinking that he he died right there. But I don't think so either. I, I think that he probably is still alive because there's still a lot more that he can say. And I think mm. It just sh- this will show how close he is to dying by using his powers. But I think if he does go out, that's gonna be the way he goes out. Using yeah. his powers like one last redemption, one last time. Right. I don't know if it's on Homelander. I don't know if it's on Ashley, but it's somebody. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I don't think Ashley really deserves it. Dude, she needs I- to just quit and like get a less stressful job and get far away from that place. Ashley's um, turning into a monster. She's like ripping out her She is, she is like, slightly becoming more like Homelander, right? She's starting to repeat him and like take yeah. on his mannerisms, right? She's and like drinking a Kool-Aid. Power. She yeah. is. Yep. She is. And she's like, well, I can boss. I Yeah, I mean, I can boss. Oh, yeah, I can finally join the game. Yeah. Hey, that was weird. Yeah, How come you could not join earlier? I don't know. I had to like just close down the whole game. So, oh, yay, oh, okay. Outriders. Mine says waiting to join too. Should I back out and do it again? Really? No, we see you in here. Uh, we no, can just start it here. up. But uh, yeah, man, such a great episode. Uh, oh, but um, yeah. <clears throat> sorry, going back to A Train, mm-hmm. I could see him dying after something like this. But based on like what type of character he is and like how long we've seen him thus far, like it would probably probably be a more to do him dying. Like I can't see just the episode starting with like a funeral. You know yeah, I mean? like I feel like there's there's got to be more yeah. dialogue or more closure or something to the character other than him just doing that and then dying in the street. Um, so right. For that reason, I think he's probably not dead. But yeah, I could totally see him dying after that though as well. So 
Mm-hmm. Oh man, mm-hmm. my sensitivity is crazy on this game. I know, yeah, yeah. I know. I was like moving my cursor when I first started. I was like, geez, what like was my brain working at like eight trains? <laughs> Like, okay, that was, wasn't just me. I was, like, was, oh, I was me too. Was I this good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was I way better at this? Like the first, last time I played. Uh, yeah. So incredible. The boys. The episode ends. Let's let's wrap it up with Starlight. Basically, it starts with a video of them on social media doing some kind of social justice nonsense, <laughs> kind of copying Gal Gadot in, you know, the beginning of the pandemic, singing the <laughs> yeah. song Imagine and all those. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they um I was I was asking Christine, I was like, did they take some real celebrities from yeah, they like, did. who actually did it too? No, they did a bunch of celebrities that were not a part of the Gal Gadot one. Oh, okay, cool. See, I wasn't sure if they were like put some on blast or like, yeah, we're taking some of the ones from the Gal Gadot one and that would be like, making them look stupid right now. I'm like, that's kind of fucked. Yeah, but, um, yeah. No, they that's actually, cool. Yeah, but most of them were comedians, right? In yeah, this, and, so. and uh, some of the people that they chose for it were also ones that were in the cartoon, The Boys Diabolical. So they took some of the voice actors oh, from okay. that and then used them in this. Yeah, like Kamal Najiani. Um, what was the other? Uh, well, I can't think of his name, and I love him. Uh, Ashton Kutcher was in it. Yeah, um, Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, for sure. Uh, was I'm Pat trying to Oswald? get a Yeah, I was gonna say Pat Oswald. Right? Yeah, 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 Pat Oswald. That's the one I was thinking of. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, great. But it ends with Starlight going live. Uh, it looks like on Instagram and basically saying like, "Vot's done this whole thing. They don't care about you. Like the soups are evil and all that." Uh, man. I just I'm excited to see what the repercussions are because the cat's out of the bag now and. Not only does Homelander feel defense and and bots, you know, their representation of lamestream media, but it's going to be interesting to see how they spin that. And also, like, does it have any repercussions on how bot operates or, you know, or do they actually start seeing effects from like, you know, like people aren't buying Vodaburger anymore, you know, not people aren't like subscribing to Vod Comcast or whatever it is in that universe. Yeah. And then also homelander is now knows he's not the strongest by himself uh and he obviously doesn't seem like he's running like he knows he's not running the company that well you know what's the repercussions for that so it's gonna be interesting yeah you guys have any thoughts on that or should we move i mean yeah there's definitely gonna be a lot of repercussions right yeah there is there is it's just how and then and how is it gonna happen you know and what is that gonna be i think that's where i'm the most curious yeah so yeah, that was the boys episode six. Wow, freaking awesome! I thought it was. I thought it was great. We'll kind of speed yeah. through some of these because I don't have as many great things to say about Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, <laughs> even, <laughs> it was definitely you know one of the. I think it was the best episode of the season, though. I think it was the best episode episode of the well, season. Well, actually, two. The, the the beginning was kind of cool, just because we thought we were gonna get cooler stuff along the way. But um, if you, for me, in regards of like. We got to see a lightsaber battle that was cool and like mm-hmm. Vader do some cool shit because I just like seeing Vader do some cool shit. In those regards for me, I was like, okay, this is cool. Maybe right. not like the best choreographs, so like not everything made sense, but for me it was like, yeah, better than the other ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, Cubs, were you able to finish it also? Yeah, I finished it. Um uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. Just like Kind of, kind of over the top, almost. Oh, for sure. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, it didn't, I'll just say this, like, I see where they were going in a lot of directions, but I don't think it was executed the way that they wanted. It didn't land. Like a lot of things for me just didn't land, uh, throughout the entire series. And I really wanted to Mm -hmm. like it. I really, I, you know, I, I wanted it to be a surprise that, that really blew my expectations out of the water. And then I, I ended up like, man, I wasn't expecting to be this good, but it is. And it's awesome. And I didn't ask for it, but I love it. I'm so happy we have it. I, in some ways, feel like I could have done without this show, but I am not upset with seeing more Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. I, I kind of wished yeah. there was just more of the story between him and Vader uh, throughout the series. Yeah, the last, I'll direct it to the last episode. It was what I kind of wanted to see more of the whole time. You know, just his relationship and him coming to grips with, yeah, we lost and being a Jedi may not have been what, you know, made my life miserable now, but, you know, I can't cut myself off from the force and I I need to be involved with it. I, you know, I still have something worth doing in this world and, and this life. And uh, I didn't think we got it, but, you know, the relationship between, him and Vader at the end was, was, was awesome that, you know, Vader is dead. I thought was such a pivotal line in it. And you mean, uh, Vader. What did I say? I say, wait, wait, I thought, I thought he said Anakin is dead. Oh, right, right, right. What did I say? Vader? I say Vader is dead. (laughs) (laughs) I, Hey, you know, it shows you how much I was paying attention. He's dead to you. <laughs> yeah, he's dead to me. No shit. No <laughs> shit. No, no. I, I don't think the show was terrible. It really wasn't unwatchable. Like, ugh, I, I hate to make this comparison because they each their own, but like, it was definitely more watchable for me than Halo, you know? Um, <laughs> definitely. But, yeah. But the budget just, was better. The budget was for sure better. Yeah. They that were. plays a difference as we Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, it's still like some things just didn't land, and uh, yeah, it just it was just maybe it was just that like maybe the stakes weren't, you know, we knew what the stakes were. We knew they weren't going to die. We knew Leia wasn't mm-hmm. going to die. And then I did I care enough about Reva at the end? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah you know, not, I, not really. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think it was any fault of the actress. I thought she acted it very well it was just that story just didn't didn't land for me um we never got a really big tie-in of the inquisitors like some part of me was like maybe this it should have just been about the inquisitor like where john favreau and filoni came in and said you could think bigger like add vader into this i think it should have just been all vader or all the inquisitors not that we got this split between reva's story and her life as an inquisitor and being a youngling and then also Vader, like it just, it, to me, it didn't work. They should have focused a little bit more on one or the other. And I think the show was constantly confused of like what it wanted to bring across while mm-hmm. feeling like there wasn't enough, but there should have been enough. That, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Like it didn't, it didn't know what I wanted to focus on really. Was it yeah. focusing on Obi? Was it focusing on, or Obi, I should say, that's a better word for him. Was yeah. On the, on the Inquisitors, on Leia. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like almost all of this, parts was kind of like forced to me like unnecessary yeah yeah like i i get like again i i 
I think I said this before, but I get what they were trying to do with Leia and they were trying to show more of her personality and that she always had these four sensitive powers. Like she was very intuitive. She could tell what people were feeling and, and kind of thinking and stuff, which I get it. But again, maybe the way they did it or whatever, it just didn't really work for me. I don't know. It just didn't like, like I don't, I thought she was an adorable little kid, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I felt like she acted like Leia pretty well, but it was just mm-hmm. like, why is why is she acting like Leia right now to me? Like sometimes she was like a little too sassy and intelligent for a 10-year-old girl, but I get right. it. I mean, Anakin so, was kind of like that too, right? Yeah, so a thought that came up in my head was maybe if she was older, like they actually had an older actress, if it would have landed better. Because, mm-hmm. right, like I kept thinking – in 10 years from now, she's going to reach out to General Kenobi, an older one, and mm. she's going to look like an adult, and he's going to look like an old, old man, and, mm. you know, and, yeah, and just, again, nothing against the actress, but I think she couldn't deliver be- to the level we would have hoped for because I think a more mature mm. actress might have been able to convey the emotions and con- convey the confidence and all that like more realistic or more believably but like in comparison to what was written right like yeah it's like i feel like she did a great job of making me feel like she was confident mm-hmm. but it was hard to believe someone this young would be this confident and good at all these things like i was just like right. who is this little prodigy and i guess they kind of are but in comparison to her brother who's like got a toy from obi-wan in the end like right. he's just a kid mm-hmm. and like she i you know i know like her her parents are like up in the um she she like can see her future laid out a little more than um luke can and all that and like maybe there's like more responsibility looming around that but it still just seemed yeah like maybe she should have just been an older character with that sort of thing and then it would have just been more believable it was kind of hard to like just believe like she was definitely an outlier. Like this little kid, like it's so unbelievable. Like she could do all this. Like yeah, I, I couldn't exactly. help but think this every time yeah, I saw like, her. Every like, time I saw her, she's so amazing. Wow, she's so amazing. Yeah, I know they say yeah. like suspended belief because it's Star yeah. Wars and stuff, but like, yeah, yeah, it just yeah, it didn't make sense for some reason. It just never landed. Like it never like mm. it never clicked for me. Or like, yeah, she'd totally be able to do that. You know, and uh, uh, I don't know, maybe just another actress <laughs> might have been able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the whole Reva of it all, like, did you, I, I did like the conversation between her and Obi-Wan towards the end where she, you know, and I like the fact that Luke never sees her lightsaber because in the, in a new mm-hmm. hope, you know, Obi-Wan ha- Kenobi has to explain what a lightsaber is to him. So I like that they kept that continuity, but Again, like that whole battle where she's like hunting him down, like I what I still didn't understand why she even wanted to do that. And two, like it was so dark, I couldn't see what the hell was happening. I mean, they were literally just walking, she's just running after him. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. So I mean, I liked that conversation, but it just it felt like so thrown in there. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it didn't didn't necessarily feel necessary. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I feel like the the only characters that were like besides Obi-Wan, the only characters that were like, oh, they're doing a good job in comparison to the rest of the universe was like Luke, Owen, and Owen's wife. Because we mm-hmm. didn't see them much and the, all the things they were doing were like, yeah, this is like what they did in the Star Wars universe. Right. But everyone else, it was like it was kind of hard to believe whether they could do that or like 
believe that they even were in this Star Wars universe. Like, I love Kumail, but right. <laughs> I couldn't help but see Kumail as, like, a comedian in the Star Wars universe. Right. Like, I kind of wanted that, though. Like, I would have liked it if he was, if he mm-hmm. had a bigger part. Like, if maybe he was with Kenobi on the journey, you know, and, mm-hmm. and with that other chick. What was his name? You know what? Kayla? That's, a, that's yeah. a good point. Like, if maybe if we had more of him, it would have, like, he could have been more, like, um, the bard and the witcher sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I feel like he yeah, was underutilized that, that could have and actually, that, that, You know, that's a good point. That could have been better. But yeah. because of, like, what we got, it seemed like they were like, oh, yeah, we still have, like, the budget for Kumail. We'll just put him in here because it's fine. Mm, exactly. but, then, but then I don't even think that the writing was strong enough to where he was super funny. Right. It was just, yeah. like, like, just kind of... We're going to give him a regular line, and he'll just say it kind of happy-like, and you're like, oh, there's... yeah." I can tell he's a funny guy. Like that's right. all. That <laughs> yeah. yeah, the writer. This is a funny guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know like, you funny guy. The girl from Pen Fifteen was in it, and she didn't. She played like such an emotional role, and maybe that's what she's trying to get into. But that threw me off too because I wanted her to be funny. Right. Like, I wanted her to like make a joke or like be silly, but she wasn't. And I'm like, I'm so confused on how they're using actors in this universe. Is like right. you know, if you're gonna come to Star Wars, like play to their strengths, or I don't know, I mean, maybe I, maybe maybe that's what they wanted though. You know, like they they don't want to be typecaster or something. Who knows? Right, and that's yeah, and I, I can agree with that, but I just wasn't expecting her, and so for me, it took me out of it more than it brought me into the world. Right, right, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, going to the episode in particular, like the, I thought it was cool to finally just like see some light lightsaber battles. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was this one like I was talking with some friends the other night and they were saying um, they had a good point so the, the part where Vader tries to bury Obi-Wan mm-hmm. I was like in like from a video game standpoint right. super cool baller move to just be like I'm so strong she like bury you under rocks right. but like from a story standpoint if you're trying to kill this guy like I don't think burying him under rocks is the way you're going to do it because you don't even know for sure if he dies like you know yeah like so it was like it was a dumb way to do it but like visually it looked cool so like part of me was like oh badass but then i'm like that's yeah why wouldn't he use his force powers and stop the rocks like what are you doing like stab him already or whatever you know what i mean yeah yeah it's like vader's fine with stabbing everybody except for (laughs) obi-wan yeah it was like yeah it was kind of weird but um I like, and there's other things like I like that we actually got to see Hayden behind the mask because I'm like, cool. at least I see yeah, Hayden. That was cool though. Like they brought him on to be Vader, like you know. So mm-hmm. it was cool when it was changing back and forth from Vader to Hayden's voice, and mm-hmm. um, um, and yeah, and when he says like you know Anakin's dead, and then that whole like, now Obi Wan knows for sure. Like, damn, like my friend's gone. Like I, I like mm-hmm. that part of it. Um. It, it started to make sense to me though. Like, why didn't he just kill that motherfucker right there? He, he's like, no, nah, I'm good now. I've I've moved on. Why Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi didn't kill yeah. him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So again, going back to that, I didn't like that. But like, <laughs> there were certain lines you're like, cool. But then when you when you weigh it against like that, you're like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like they should have created some way for like someone to cut in and like. Yeah, I don't some, know, something some causes where he's like, fuck, I couldn't kill Vader or something, or, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was just like, he just left, yeah? So <laughs> Yeah, he was um, like, all right, I guess we're done. Yeah, so he just <laughs> lied then. He's like, oh, I guess my friend's dead. 
Yeah, it was like if you go to the gym and you're like, all I want to do is just like one last machine. But then like every time you look at it, like somebody else jumps in front of you or like never leaves and you can't get it. So you're like, ah, I guess I'll just leave now. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, that's what he did with with Obi, with with Vader at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. yeah. So anyways, yeah, uh, I wanted to like it a lot more. Uh, I still think Ewan McGregor did a great job. I, still I think like him was... as an actor, you know, but oh, just, yeah. oh, this, He's... this is not, it's not it. Dude. This show was just not it. It was not it. Yeah. Not it for me either. Yep. Uh, okay. A show that has been it for me lately. I'm liking, even though this episode was a little lackluster was, uh, and is Miss Marvel. So I'm still liking Miss Marvel. Uh, I, I got a little bit more of what I liked, but it's, I don't know. I wonder if they're trying to throw a wrench into the story and throw us, I, what do they call it? Like a red herring? Like, you know, you hair, think, yeah. they throw in one thing and you think one way, but then it turns out to be something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got an explanation that Kamran's Cam- family or mother uh, is part of a, a group called the clandestine and not uh, the Inhumans. So I was pretty surprised by that and i'm not super stoked by that right now but i also wonder i mean it's too soon to tell which way they're going but i wonder if it's just kind of that a red herring for the fact that it's really like an inhuman tie-in uh what about you guys let's start with scott scott uh how'd you feel about episode three um yeah i'm still liking it um i have to say like even if it wasn't yeah, I don't know where it's going right now, but even if it's not like the most amazing episode, thus far it was still better than I originally thought the show was gonna be. So yeah, I'm still pretty happy with it. 100. Um, you know, I wasn't sure. Like, so when they said like, "Oh, we're trying to cover Cameron's um, family's trying to get back to their planet or whatever," that reminded me of that art that we read where um, she ends up leaving Earth and mm-hmm. like saving that other race of people or whatnot. And I'm, I was mm-hmm. thinking like. I forgot the name of that race. I was like, oh, is that what they're leaning at? Like, is are they those type of aliens and they're trying to get home? Like, are they, and I'm like, oh. are they going to send her to space? Or, yeah. or is it just kind of a nod to that storyline and it's going to, like a red herring, like you said, and it's going to end up being like what we think it's going to be, like, mm. You know, For sure. um, inhuman and whatnot. So, I, yeah, I was yeah, sure I, I think they're they definitely like. going to space. Uh, I don't know if in this series, but I know, I think Kamala is going to space at some point and and i don't know if this is a direct tie into captain marvel 2 and in captain marvel 2 they have to do something in space but i i I think kamala will eventually go to space uh but yeah anyways uh cobes what about you for episode three i thought it was pretty action-packed and like there's a lot of emotional um what's the word there's a lot of um, emotional plot points, I guess, in this one, but it was just kind of weird yeah. to me that there were just that those clandestines were just like, okay, gonna be evil now. I want to go home, fucking now. Fuck, fuck, waiting. Yeah, yeah. it was a fast. <laughs> was she wait a day? Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like a day. She's like, nope, not fucking She's waiting. Like, I've been here hundred years. I'm immortal, but no, I'm, I want to <laughs> do it pretty... fucking now. So true. That's yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah, the fact that they're like, oh, it might be dangerous. She's like, yeah, I know it's dangerous. Do it now. (laughs) Oh, fucking take it easy. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah. It was a quick turn. I, you know, so I liked how the episode started off because I was like, Ooh, intriguing. And again, for me, that's why I feel like there's a red herring because we see the bangle on a blue arm and you know, like if you know anything yeah, about Captain like Marvel a Kree or something, dude, exactly. And I still think it's, I still think it's a Kree. Right, right, like right. I, you know, but the fact that, you know, they're throwing off, is like, we were part of the clandestine, which for mm-hmm. anybody who doesn't know, like the clandestine was from a, 90s comic book run of a superhero group called the clan of destine or adam destine so it's clan destine not clan destine as one word and yeah and so they had like their own superhero team and it never really took off so it's like a very obscure like marvel reference and i yeah and so that's why i'm like really like they're going that route but i just i don't know i still feel like the bangle has something to do with the kree i can't take my mind I, like nobody convinced me otherwise until they show me in the in the show <laughs> that they're not Cree, you know but i know they're talking about the nor dimension which sounds interesting and we've seen recently in phase four with uh, shang chi going to um what is it kum lao i think it's called uh is like the other desk the other um what's the word i was just using other uh, help me out here I'm not following the other dimension. Uh, dimension. Or... Yeah, other dimension, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's different planets and stuff, but like, and there's different timelines, like we know with the multiverse, but uh, there's also different dimensions. And so we saw that in Shang-Chi. We saw it in what else? There was another one. But, anyways, oh man, my mind's going all over the place here. Anyways, I, I still think it's trying to throw us off the set. Uh, but I liked the the wedding scene. I thought that was fun. I was a little surprised that Bruno kind of jumped in the dance because it would be like, who the hell is this white kid? But uh, I mean, yeah. they all know him at this point, right? He's the, like a family. He's the white boy. That's true. That's true. It just seemed. A yeah, we look at that one Howley friend, right? <laughs> <laughs> good boy. Good boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's kind of most of what I got to say about that. Uh, yeah. What about you guys? Um, um, what else happened in that movie? Or in that, well, in that there was the the um the wedding, right? That they ruined. Man, at some point. Oh, like, oh, um, I like the whole Muslim community thing, where like the agents came and they're like questioning them, right? Like, oh, oh where, where's the yeah. little girl? Like, we know she's here, and they're just like, whoa, what the fuck, man? Like, we're just trying to be people here, yeah, living in, living in our temple. You can't just fucking come do this to us, yeah, oh, yeah. Party. You're right. I thought that was a great scene because, I mean, I think from what I understand, there's like real life tie-ins to 9-11 when after 9-11, like the government was allowed to kind of like spy on people in mosques and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was a pretty interesting kind of like real life tie-in and stuff. Yep. Yep. And also I liked how Nakia, like when she stepped up, when those guys, those agents came in, she like really took like a power position. Like you can't, like you can't do that without a warrant. And, and then they threw in the, Hey, you know, can you take off your shoes? Because yeah, it's part of the culture. It's disrespectful. Super disrespectful. The fact that they rolled in like that without a warrant. And like, I'm sure there's a sign out there. Wow, what did you even let that in my holly? You can't do that hey, in the temple. I know. <laughs> Again, so, right. Where do you think you, Holly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, take off your slippers, cuz. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, was, in case, I don't know if people know. If you're listening and you're, you're not familiar with that, like, it's a big thing in, like, I know Asian 
um, households as well. You take off your shoes before you enter the house. Mm-hmm. That's what I grew up doing and whatnot. And, yeah, um, absolutely. So I could relate to that for sure in this yeah. episode where they're like, take off your shoes. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I, I thought that was that was an awesome scene too. Uh, just yeah, just showing like how. Yeah, it showed a bunch of things. It showed how like you know Nakia stepping up, and then also like the culture. So I I liked both of those things, and then uh, yeah, fight scene was kind of cool. We got to see more beginning powers. It seems like more of her comic book, you know, the true comic book powers kind of coming out, which I thought was dope. Uh, and yeah, it was weird how Kamran kind of stepped in there. So I'm like really confused on which direction they're going with Kamran because. You know, spoiler alert, if you haven't read the comics, he's more of a bad guy than he is a good guy. You know, he ends I think up becoming, he's going for the double agent approach, you know. You think so? I think so. So do you think his the people that showed up with the other clandestine people, do you think they know he's going for the double agent? Yeah. Or you think so? Like they were like, okay, and then I'm gonna jump in and I'm gonna fight you guys, and then she's gonna get away, or and then I'm gonna and talk to her. You- Beat my ass in front of everybody. Great. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just seems weird. Like, yeah, it just seems very interesting if that's the way they're going. And it's not very apparent. But I think ultimately, Aman, Valani, and like the cast is what's kind of carrying me through or carried me through last episode. And just, just questions of like, is this what's really happening or where are they going with this? Yeah. So, um, man. At what point do you think you would, would you, if you had like powers like her or any powers at all, um, would you tell your family? And if not, when do you think a breaking point would be? Like after watching this episode and like the whole family thinks she ruined the brother's wedding and stuff. I'm like, dude, just yeah. tell your family, man. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, they think you're just an awful person. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, if I had powers, I'm automatically becoming a super villain. So they would. Probably so you no. kill your family. I mean, I'm not going to kill them, <laughs> but I mean, I'm not going to help them. Yeah, <laughs> They'll probably see me in the news getting like beat up or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's Kobe. He said it. Be <laughs> dumbass. My dad just like, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> he said him a card. You're a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it seems like it, she's going to have to say something because it just seems so shitty for her now yeah. with constantly just looking like she's destroying the family and the, and a, a wedding too, on top of it. Like, right. and she's oh. not an adult yet. So it's not like she can like, she, it wasn't she just her wedding her too, dude. There was, there yeah. was multiple weddings. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. They had like, See? just, yeah. The, remember yeah, there's like a, an Asian wedding. The, the wife's like, Oh, you, I'm sorry. You look beautiful. Don't worry. Yeah. She's still, mm-hmm. she's crying and everything, yeah. but yeah, so it's like she's still a kid, so she still has to live with her parents too. So I feel like she's got a lot of years under that household still. If she was an adult and like she fucked something shit up, you're like, like Spider Man. Oh, sorry, I go live <laughs> in my apartment now. You know, I don't need to see you. I let it cool it off. But well, Spider Man lives with Aunt May still. Oh, oh, sorry, I'm thinking like um, Tobey Maguire or whatever. You know, like when he's like mm-hmm. up in New York, he can like fuck shit up with his family or whatever, or even MJ, and then be like, I'll just lay low for some months and then brood over here by myself. And um, pretend like this isn't happening. But she's forced to see her parents and her, and now her brother, like you know, every day. And like mm-hmm. they're just gonna be like, you just, you know, I saw you dancing, and then you pulled the fucking fire alarm. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened. You won't tell us, but you're an asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, they just, yeah, it's just like, 
Yeah, I, I agree. There, I don't know what the distinction is, but it seems like there is some type of distinction between her, Peter Parker and her. You know, like he, he's just his. Kamala's well, she's more of a normal girl, right? Like Peter Parker, on his own, is still a genius. That's true, and, and he's like separated from his family. Like it's just Aunt May, and she's busy doing her own thing. But her yeah, family expects her to be and- home every night. You know, at the dinner table, chatting with her, and so yeah, there's there's like she's like involved with her family. You know, and Peter Parker he doesn't have his parents. He has Aunt May, but it's like. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, her parents are very overprotective of her too, right? Like mm-hmm. they treat her and her brother very differently, and they go out of their way in the comic and in the show to kind of prove that point, right? Yeah, yeah, and they're super involved. So yeah, I wonder, I wonder if the conclusion of the show is her, um, yeah, her having to tell her family or her mom figuring it out and knowing the whole time. Kind of spoiler alert again, but like just like uh, three, two, one, just like the comics, you know. Yeah, like in the comics, yeah. the mom knew, right? But the dad didn't. Yeah, and then the dad eventually finds out in like that second run that we read. But yeah, but they, they do something to make him forget again, right? Like at the end of that one. They probably do. I don't remember. They, um, but yeah. Did they know? I thought, I thought they kept it and they like revealed to her that he was dying or something. Oh, that's right. They do, they no, do no, eventually she, reveal that he's dying though. Yeah, but they don't remember. There was something happened at the end. Of the, like, we're going to send you back home, but we're also going to send you a gift. Um, they're not going to remember that you are mm-hmm. Kamala. You're, you're right. You're, you're right. Marvel, I, don't, I don't remember how they did it. Yep, you're right. Uh, but yeah, still liking it. I'm just, just really curious about the whole origin because I think, I don't know. I, it shouldn't matter, but I think it will do a disservice to me. Like it'll kind of be a little like uh like a little tick down if she's not inhuman or doesn't have an inhuman tie-in. Yeah. Right. It's nitpicky, yeah. maybe, but that's kind of how I feel about that. Yeah, that seems right. Well, right. Yeah, I want her to have an inhuman tie-in for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we see more. Maybe there is another uh bangle out there that they find or whatever, but uh, excited for episode four this week. Should be a good one. Let's get into the last thing of the night, which is comic book club. And in typical fashion, we all kind of read something different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I I did read the Mighty Thor issues one through five with uh, Jason Aaron. It's still on brand because Kobe, I think you read deeper into the whole Gore the God Butcher series. Yeah, I, I and, read that, and I read some kind of Mighty Thor 2014 annual. Mm. Which, yeah, I was very confused about it. I was like, I don't think this is the right one. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it it, it kind of tied into the Gore one. It, it was about like old King Thor and like his his three daughters, <coughs> granddaughters or whatever. They helped uh, him regrow Earth or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right on. Uh, yeah, and that's from Thor, God of Thunder. The problem with all this, actually, it's just <laughs> funny. It's like they all kind of have the same title. It's right. really confusing. You have to like actually look at the date to know which series you're reading if you yeah. don't have like the title also, in front of you. I, I kind of wish like, cause I read my thing through the Marvel Unlimited app. Yeah, me and, too. Um, I wish it was, it had a better search area. Like totally. the comics and everything is all grouped in the one thing, like from, you know, not just comics to all the other things on the Marvel website. So, mm-hmm. you know, you end up having to like click on the character and then, yeah. then you're trying to scrolling. Like I tried typing in just like the mighty Thor 
and like all these other things popped up before the comic did right and like it was just it took me a while to find the comic and then by the time i found the title mighty thor it said like number 15 mm-hmm. so i clicked on that then went to the series then went to one and that's why i thought i was reading the run you were reading right but it turns out i was reading one a 2015 mighty thor <laughs> so yeah. like yeah, I was kind of throwing it off. But um, if you guys are ever confused, what, the thing I, I was put it in the show was... notes every week. <laughs> oh, what I'm trying to say next. It's the app's fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it is. No. I agree with you, though. It's it's not app a like super so user friendly app, but yeah. it's so nice to just be able to read it all on your phone. But yeah, I mean, go out and support your comic book stories if you can as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah but uh, so, Cobes, do you want to tell us a little bit more about the end? I want to. I think we'll still have one more week before Thor Love and Thunder comes out. Uh, so we can wait till then. Uh, or I could kind of give you the gist because I didn't get to read all of the Mighty Thor either. But Or, Scott, why don't you tell me, uh, why don't you tell us what you were able to read? Okay. I was, re- I was able to read a small por- portion, but um, I think what you read kind of was going into this. Um, and then what I read, it was like, things were already established, like the fact that um, Jane is Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, she has cancer. Um, when she, so she's going through chemotherapy right now. And there's, there's talk about that, like explaining the process and the experience of going through chemotherapy and like how, um, you know, there's a couple of days where she feels good and then she has to go back on the medication. and It's just awful. Um, mm-hmm. But every once in a while, she has to pick up the Thor mantle. She calls Mjolnir. And like when she picks it up, it um, it completely rids her body of like, because she was currently taking chemotherapy. Um, mm-hmm. it, it rid her body of the chemo. She feels like the best she's ever felt, but it doesn't cure her cancer because she's had cancer prior to like I guess getting it or whatever. So now mm-hmm. I guess the the hammer sees the cancer just being a part of her, so it doesn't cure that. So. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, every time she stops being Thor, like she puts down the hammer, she goes back to like Jane fighting cancer, and then yeah, and then she's like a god basically when she picks up the owner. Um, where and then where I got to was they went. Um, the um, Odin is everyone's kind of afraid of Odin right now. He's kind of locked himself away, um, hmm. and he has his guardian kind of protecting him. They people haven't seen him in months. Um, there's like something going on with the dark elves. Um, there's like a council that's kind of running Asgard, but everyone's kind of like watching what they say because they have like Odin's always listening and you don't want to anger him. Right. Um, it seems like Jane is trying to figure that out. Oh, and they, they don't know where Thor is. They haven't seen him for a while. Um, and that's, oh, and she also has, I guess there's posters all over Asgard, like just liking Jane's Thor, like not mm-hmm. my Thor kind of thing. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of the gist I, I yeah. got so far. So, um, yeah, I'm interested to hear what you guys got out of yours. Yeah, it sounds like just a continuation of what I, I was reading. Um, like I said, so uh, this the story I read, The Mighty Thor from 2014, written by J- Jason Aaron, uh, it starts off with, I want to say it starts off underwater, and there's Malekith that we saw in Thor the Dark World movie that mm-hmm. really was a kind of terrible villain but uh in the comic he's more 
menacing. He's more magical. He has like kind of sorcery powers and they are invading this underwater mine from Roxxon, which we've recently seen in Loki. And uh, they, yeah, there's this, there's this, this battle kind of going on underneath and Thor for some reason, all the Asgardians are Asgardians. Yeah. Asgardians are on the moon and his hammer is there and he can't pick it up. And he's not eating. He's not sleeping. He just stares at it. And he's like, Mjolnir, please, please. Like he's begging for it at this point and he can't pick it up. And Frigga, uh, Thor's mom is actactually in charge of Asgard. She's the all mother. And, uh, Odin has come back and he's like, I'm the all father. I'm taking back over. And she's like, no, she's like, why? Like I've done fine in your absence. Like I'm doing okay. And so there's like this tension and conflict between the mom, uh, between Frigga and Odin and the rest of, you know, the Asgardians are just kind of watching Thor as he like withers apart because he can't lift up Mjolnir. So it, it kind of ends with him finding out that there's some kind I think he hears somehow the the cries for a warrior to stop Malekith. And so he grabs like uh Uru axe, I think, and goes to battle him. And the issue ends with uh just a mysterious woman in Asgardian armor holding up Mjolnir. So yeah, you that was issue one. Issue two kind of goes into more of Jane Foster and why she's becoming uh, the mighty Thor. So we still have our Thor, but she now has the powers of Thor because me, you know, you, you kind of discover Mjolnir's calling out to her. So I thought that was, that was really cool. And and the whole thing of like, because like what you were saying, the cancer is still a part of her, it, you know, Mjolnir doesn't wipe it away. It just holds it off. It keeps it in, a, in, in a stasis while she's Thor. It's such a crazy and awesome I- idea. I mean, of course, like I'm not saying cancer is, an awesome idea i'm just just right, that right. whole premise of yeah it holds it at bay while she has the powers of thor it's such an interesting idea and mm-hmm. uh i i dig it i i really like how you know she she's different she's just a different thor you know and she's her own thor and uh yeah and how mjolnir communicates with her just really yeah is, is just different than thor i like it yeah yeah so right on. I don't know if you guys have anything else to say about your comics. We'll we'll finish up this run. Cobes, tell us. I'll still finish up your run of the whole Gore the God Butcher story because that is just an awesome, like just super interesting and just page turning story all around. And and how he's pulling gods from different timelines and making them slaves and mm-hmm. and him running into his granddaughters and them not knowing who he is. Like who's this this crazy idiot? And he's like, I'm the god of thunder, and they're like, Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, we're the goddesses of thunder, and trust me, you can't do crap. We've been here, and and just that interaction is interesting, along with the three Thors and different timelines and and all that. So I and the god bomb and everything. So mm. still want to finish that, but I definitely want to see which. Let me pose this last question for you guys. This is probably the last question I have of the night. Excuse me. Is do you think with the multiverse of madness coming out with Doctor Strange? Do you think there's a world in where we see multiple Thors in this movie where we see it, King Thor? It could happen, dude. That's what I was just thinking, too. Like, I think it could happen because there's, there's there's a lot of scenes in the trailers that look like they're pulled straight from 
the comic, right? The dead yeah. god, the boat. Yeah, yeah, like, like the Goliath or Bohemoth or whatever yeah. it is on the rock, and he's standing with Korg and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that'd be pretty cool. Like, well, I, I can see them the doing that. So, so, so just so, in this run, there are three different Thors, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. they they eventually all cross through time to be at the same point, and they're working together. Yep, exactly. And there's it, a and there's a Thor of the Vikings. There's a Thor that we know from the Avengers, and then there's King Thor, the last, the last Asgardian. And oh, he, has, they, he has the Thor Force, dude. Yeah, and, Thor Force, and they merge. Yeah, they end up all amazing. on the same timeline and helping each other. And so, with Multiverse of Madness coming out, and then reading <laughs> this run, I was like, oh my god, there is totally a world where they could age up Thor. And we kind of see it like in the trailer, you get like a young Thor, you get like a little kid who's Chris Hemsworth's son, you get like a middle, like a teenage oh, Thor. That's true. And then they we made a point see, to show that. They made a point to show that. So some part of me is like, there could be a world where we see three Thors on screen in Whoa, this do you movie. Think, um there'll be different actors or it's Chris Hemsworth, like with um age technology, aging. Yeah, technology. I don't know. I mean, I think old Thor could definitely be played by, you know, current our Thor in prosthetics, but I, yeah, maybe they de-age him because Marvel has been shown. They're not afraid to de-age actors between mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. and Michael Douglas, you know, so, and it looks pretty and good. Mark so, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Disney itself. Dis- yeah. But I, yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, We'll see. Anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there to you guys. That'd be cool. I didn't even think about that. Wow. Well, right on. I don't know. Any uh, closing thoughts? Any final words for the night? That's kind of all I got to say. Yep, I'm good. Okay, it sounds like no. (laughs) Keep on keeping on. Um, Yep. Right on. Eat your vegetables. Definitely. Definitely. Just... (laughs) I love it. Your pistachios, dude. Eat oh, your yeah. pistachios, <laughs> people. We're right on, guys. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Bye, later. If you like what you hear, please like, follow, and subscribe. Just how we like chatting with our friends, please share this with yours. Feel free to join the squad and follow us on Twitch, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube at J-O-Y-S-C-H-T-I-C-K-S-H-O-W, Joystick Show. Or if you feel like submitting topics or asking questions to be discussed on further episodes, you can email us at joystick.show at gmail.com. Peace out and make it a great rest of your week.